I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. So, what would you little maniacs like to do with us? Every damn night. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. No more Yankee, my Wanky. The donger needs food. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had a touch. Let me help you with that. No fucking shit, lady. Do I sound like I'm ordered a pizza? Pardon my friends, but you're an asshole. Chewing past a penis fills past a vagina. Don't fuck with the babysitter. Everybody, party's over. Mess fuck it up for everybody, so let's just go Welcome to Weird Science DC Comics Blogs Podcast Weird Out Loud. I'm Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And today we're going to talk about comics and other nonsense, whatever we feel like, really. That's so what's going, what's going on, Jim? Uh, not much. Just sitting here, ready to do this. We've been kind of kicking around the idea for, what, a year and a half? Yeah, something like that. So we finally got unlazy, if that's a word. We're no, no, we're still lazy shit, but, you know, well, we're just sitting here doing it. I can tell, because we just got over the holidays, and we didn't do much over the holidays for the site, it seemed. I think I have, like, five books I still need to review from, like, a week ago yeah. and then two weeks ago. From December 24th. 24th, yeah. Christmas Eve, I still have two. Which, Man, it's the holidays. <laughs> I know. Well, how were your holidays? They were all right. I had a crazy Russian lady knock at my door Christmas Eve, scaring the shit out of me. A Russian lady. I think she's Russian. I don't know. I couldn't place the accent, really. And the weird part, the weird part was, at first, I get a knock at the door, and I hate whenever the fuck that happens. I think it's Verizon trying to get me to switch my ship. Yes. But she, I opened the door, and there's this woman, this old lady, like, she's like 80 years old. I've never seen her before in my building. Mm-hmm. I opened the door, and I swear to Christ, she said, my husband is dead. Can you call the hospital? Like, like you're calling what? the wrong place then, lady. I, um, and I'm what? And then somehow, I don't know if for like her, she just got better at talking, I started listening better, I, don't, I got over my initial shock of uh, somebody knocking on my door. What were you doing when she knocked? Uh, porn or reviews, <laughs> yeah, man, porn or reviews. It's two things. The, I would figure the, uh, the, not the latter, because there weren't too many reviews going up that day. <laughs> well, I remember well, that day. Well, honestly, it could have been important because Jess was out picking up some uh, last-minute Christmas gifts, so I <laughs> I had the house to myself. Oh, yeah. So she comes to the door. Oh, uh, scared the shit. Now, the, the best thing is is that anybody coming to your door that would think that you have any faculties or anything that you would be able to help anyone. Well, I don't talk to anybody. Uh, I don't know anybody you in my building. You don't talk to anybody. You don't drive. Nope. You can't see. Nope. You wear a headband. What's wrong with the headband? You've got, uh, usually you have an eye patch on. Usually? It was one goddamn day. I had something usually. In my eye patch, headband, uh, don't drive, uh, ridiculously tall. I don't short. know why that makes anything good or bad, but, uh, so 
whatever. Well, I, I probably resembled something from her home country that was an urban legend. Yeah. I'm surprised she can fall over. Headband, Bigfoot, or something like that. Probably watching the Gilmore Girls while the Shut uh, up. pants I, off. Well, pants were on. I answered the door. I'm not <laughs> yeah. a complete creep. Uh, actually, way back when I was a single fella, I answered the door once with my blanket wrapped around me, thinking it was my <laughs> one buddy, and it was a UPS, and of course, it was a lady UPS uh, that I've never even seen once since then, I don't think, but that's that's a story for another time. But, so what ended up happening? Well, I, I, her accent broke or something, and I was able to understand that her husband was in the hospital. Okay. And she wanted to see if I could give her a ride to the hospital, visit her husband, I guess. I don't know if it was uh, Christmas Eve or what. Mm-hmm. And I had to explain to her, I don't drive. I can't see, so I don't drive. My girlfriend's not home, so it's something I can really do to help you. So then she goes on saying, okay, well, she'll be home later. I live downstairs. You can pick me up then. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, stop it, that lady. It's Christmas Eve. No. I still have Christmas presents to wrap, you know, and not want to deal with people's nonsense. And you've nonsense. never seen this lady before? Ever or after. And this goes, this is the other thing is, did was that other person who came to your door, wasn't that Thanksgiving or was that after? Was that just some random time? Because it seems to me like that was during Thanksgiving. Maybe it was. I, I am, whenever Guardians of the Galaxy came out of Redbox, that's when it fucking happened. Yeah. So, and yeah, and that was a little girl who came to your uh, door. It was like a nine-year-old little girl or something like that, a little Indian girl. That's a hell of an apartment complex you live in yeah good stuff but anyway she this lady she's like you can come pick, pick me up later i'm like whoa 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 we got stuff to do well tomorrow's okay i had to explain tomorrow's christmas yeah. we can't do it tomorrow we're out all day which i like because i was sick as hell for christmas so i stayed home all day and just watched doctor who now how old was she she was like 80 years old or something like say, that I, mean, I know where you live and the hospital isn't real far away yeah, I'd If walk. it was St. Luke's, I'm assuming it was yeah. Yeah, a little close to you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, and you think she, she's definitely foreign. She's from another she was country. Def- oh, yeah, she was definitely foreign, so yeah. I, I, know, I know that a lot of times things are a little different, but, yeah, it's tough here to just go to somebody's house on Christmas Eve and just tell <laughs> them you're going to get, hey, you're giving me a ride. Well, that's the worst part, because I'm thinking to myself, after I close the door after she leaves, she says, oh, that's okay. And then I close the door, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, she's just casing the joint. She got all my information. I told her we're not going to be home tomorrow. And, you know, then somebody's going to come and rob me. And then the thing is, I'm going to be home and have to fight somebody off and scream like a little girl. But then when after I got past my cynicism, I started thinking to myself, this is one of those Christmas tests, like some supernatural being came down to test me on Christmas, and I failed. You failed miserably. So what'd you get for Christmas? Oh, I got the transforming ba- uh, Batbot from Imaginex. Oh. It was awesome. Well, then, then you didn't fail, or else you wouldn't have gotten one. You know what um, I got? What'd you get? Nothing. <laughs> Actually, I got uh, two books. Uh, you don't read. I know. <laughs> I know. I have five kids, and I got two books. That was my Christmas. Though uh, we did end up getting the Xbox One and PlayStation yeah. Four, so we're 
We're big on games now. I don't know how you can say you got nothing. You got two of the newest systems. Yeah, but those, I, those are for my kids. I got the PlayStation 4. I bought it for them. And yeah, the Xbox One was from them, from my oldest son. So really, I was kind of got a handshake and a cup of water. And I uh, told <laughs> to move along. So, but, uh, And then we started playing uh, the Xbox, and we uh, played Titanfall. Right. And, you know, first-person online shooter. And the minute and a half that I played I almost upchucked. I got so sick. I can't I can't play games anymore. I'm done. I was gonna say, I'm most an old gamers man. got moved for that at GoldenEye sixty four. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the the last time that happened was when I got the original Xbox and I got launch day with Halo. Yeah. And I brought I so excited. Came home, all excited, plugged it in, started playing Halo and actually threw up. I it throw up came out. You are the worst. I am. I'm terrible. But yeah, so my Christmas wasn't the the craziest. We uh, watched Christmas Story twice. Watched well, a great movie. Yes. And you know what else we watched? What's that? The Mummers Channel. I, how do you find these channels? <laughs> I, why would you watch we The Mummers? Looking, I didn't even know The Mummers was that, still a that's thing. That's the thing. It's funny because they I, all die I, now. I assume The Mummers are just a nationwide thing, but they're pretty local. That's a thing. How did they not? Are there new mummers? I, kids the way I mummers? looked, here's the thing. I doubt it because on this mummers channel, which is people around the country, if anybody's listening, even out of the country, the mummers are what I I think it's a Philadelphia only thing, correct? Really? Just oh, like, I have I no think, idea. Yeah, I, I thought it was a nation. No, thing. no, I think it's just in Philadelphia, and it's basically, if anybody, it's it's just M U M M E R S, and look it up, and you will see the craziest costumes that any straight guy has ever worn. They have, they are so ridiculously flamboyant costumes where guys just, and they dance around. I'm trying to, I'm doing the dance right now where you kind of just move your arms up and down a little and kind of strut your stuff. But so I'm turning the channel. There's the Mummers channel. And it just made me laugh. And the, what I was saying that you're asking if there's new Mummers, I don't think so because everything that they showed was from like five years ago. So uh, maybe, then, maybe I'm confused here. What are those things that are nationwide? They're old men who ride around little cars. No, little those fez are Shriners. Shri- all right, what they are the Shriners and Mummers? No, I think Shriners is a... I think Shriners is almost like an organization that's like the... Um, I was going to say the Templars. The <laughs> <laughs> Shriners are taking over the world one circus at a time. No, they're they're just a, a men's club. It's an old club. It's a. I think it. It again. We're we're gonna sound really stupid here, but uh, I think it. it's somewhat religious and just almost like a uh, Masons club, something like that. It's very old. So there's and old the only thing Masons? I know is they do a lot of circuses, and I had to go to one when I was in like sixth grade for a school trip, and it was the worst thing ever because it wasn't. <laughs> I I had pictured the circus was gonna be like. You know, the three rings and this yeah, huge you can thing. Picture an actual this circus. thing looked like, uh, first off, I think the guy in the bear, was a guy in the bear suit. And if it wasn't, it was the worst looking bear I'd ever seen. This thing probably hadn't been fed in six weeks. It was awful and it's bad. But the mummers, again. I thought they were the same thing. No, they, but I think they have to just be nicks. The, the thing is done. I, I don't. Well, how do they have a Mummers channel? They have a, well, they have the Mummers parade every. I didn't see it this year. Yeah, well, I'm saying there's a parade. Yes, that people cover, but uh, a channel. It's very popular. Since you since you pointed out to me, I see it all the time now. Yeah. When I'm scrolling through I'm, the guide. I'm, I'm guessing that it'll 
they have some sort of thing on our cable where after a certain time, almost like uh, during Christmas when they play the only Christmas song, right. I have a feeling that it's going to fade out. That I don't oh. see anybody watching the Mummers channel in the middle of July. But I might be wrong. But then, then I went and I felt awful because then I started, well, not that I, this is going to sound awful. I found the Jewish television channel. Alright. Which only. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you going to sound awful? What are you going to go with? What I, it just made me, I was watching the Jewish television and it just seemed weird. I, I don't know. It's this, uh, I'm going to have to edit this. <laughs> it's, I, I can't explain, I can't explain what I'm saying is that. It seems wrong the way it's said. I told you before. Oh, you're anti-Semitic. I mentioned before, when I was growing up, I always thought that calling somebody a Jew was, was, that was bad. Not bad. I just, (laughs) you you can't do that. That that was just, that was one of the worst things you can say. Keep on digging. Keep on digging. I swear, when I'm going, the channel just says Jew TV. (laughs) And it just sounded wrong. (laughs) But then I was watching, and it was the, Actually, the Goldbergs is a show on there, right? And it's a 1950s show that was actually carried over from an old-time uh, radio show that me and my son Ethan used to listen to. So I'm like, oh yeah, there. But every time it would flash up in the corner, Jew TV, it just, I felt I you felt, felt wrong. I felt wrong. I I don't know why. And again, this sounds awful. It just seemed wrong to me. But we also watched Elf. Which I know I you that. watched for the first time and hated it. I love it. I'm saying, I put it off because it just seems silly and awful. Which I, I'm not. I usually like silly and awful, but it was just over the top. Will Ferrell, yeah. and I couldn't get behind it. I uh, I like it. Uh, actually, most of my like of it is first off, it's like an homage to so many different Christmas stories. I you know. Yeah. And I just love the beginning where it's almost like a Rankin and Bass. Uh, scenes in there with the snowman and the, oh yeah it's like Hermes the Elf yeah oh like, I love like, I love that but uh, we watched Home Alone 1 and 2 I watched I 1 couldn't find 2 couldn't and got pissed two. off yeah uh, and then uh, again that was like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and we had some books then and I still have those I still have uh, Infinity Man and the Forever People which I'm planning on doing tomorrow which would be Sunday and yeah. um, also G.I. Zombie which both of those we'll be talking about in a little bit later. But uh, then New Year's came, and on cue, I fell asleep at 8. <laughs> I, this is probably the worst of New Year's. Usually, I can stay up till about 10. Yeah, 8 o'clock, out. You were up to like midnight last night. I know. And last night, that was the worst. It was last night that I was up, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then I had to get up this morning at 3.30 to go to work, which... uh. I showed up for work and they were not working till five. <laughs> so I said, uh, actually, I I had to wait till four thirty, uh, and then they showed up and I got up. But yeah, I stay up last night till twelve, New Year's Eve, eight o'clock. And in fact, Rafe was playing. My son Rafe was playing uh, Ben, guy from our work on uh, online uh, Madden football, and I was watching, and then I fell asleep. And usually, usually on New Year's, I did, this year, I know you were up because you sent me a message. Yeah. This year, did, did anybody shoot off fireworks? I heard some outside of okay, my place. Because usually there's always fireworks, and that always wakes me up. And in fact, when I fall asleep, the last thing I think of is, those goddamn fireworks going to wake me up. Uh, nothing. I woke, up the next day. Yeah, I woke up the next morning and saw your message. And the weird thing, 
I don't know if you've ever heard this. I probably have never even said this to anybody. But when I was in fourth grade, a teacher told me that on New Year's Day, if you wake up and say rabbits, rabbits, rabbits for the first thing you say on a new year, you'll, you'll have good luck. And I really what? think she was telling me that. So I do it every year. So that I woke up. That's crazy. Same I, thing. I, that's, I, it was fourth grade, and I remember it like it was yesterday. I woke up. She was fucking with you, and you're know, doing it how many years later? Well, you know, all the things I've told you that I used to believe and think. I used to think that there were ghosts in my house, and that the doorbell to the ghost world was the toilet flush. So I'd flush the toilet yeah. in my house, and then run down the stairs and fall every time and go tumbling down the stairs. A lot of and, things come together now. Yeah, so I think maybe she realized that I was so gullible of things like that, and that's what she said, and I do it every year. And uh, I, did I think it. we should find this lady. I, she's so I, I don't even, I've never, of all the things that I try to verify and try to prove, I've never even looked that up, because I think that I, in my mind I like it, <laughs> and I don't want to say, because it's one thing that you can do to start the year that's so easy. There's no work involved, just you say it, Good luck, and you know, you you know a little bit about my life. It's worked so well up yeah, until yeah. now. Everything's all. I have a charmed <laughs> life. It's all because of saying rabbits, rabbits, rabbits. Oh. So then, uh, I don't know. Stop. Then I we had pork and sauerkraut then too. I don't even know what I had. Well, that again, is that a local thing in the Pennsylvania area? Because I'm assuming it is. Oh, I've heard it my entire life. I. My mother didn't cook, and I don't cook, yeah. so. I mean, at least in, I, I think it's more of a, a, like a German and a Pennsylvania Dutch thing. It has to be wherever Germans are. And you know what that, you know what good luck that brought? Yeah. Two days of diarrhea. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it always does. Just stop it. Stop <laughs> doing it. I, I love it, though. Again, I told you, I'm, I'm allergic to garlic, yet I love it. Uh. So, and I've managed to stay away from that. For the most part, but it always sneaks up on me like if we have pizza or something like that and wherever we get it. Uh, but then we even got even better. That my wife, Tanya, she saw a recipe for vegetarian wings. And, that sounds awful. Well, you have to think of this. The no, concept, I don't. No, the concept is okay. You get cauliflower. All right, I like cauliflower. You break it off. You break it off, and it kind of looks like a drumstick. All right, I, so I, I see where you're going here. You coat it with uh, uh, milk and flour. You've got a little coating. You put it in the oven. You cook it for a while, and then you cover it with a balsamic vinegar and cranberry glaze. And you cook I, it. We're already it, we're, we're off track it, now. That just sounds awful. It sucked. Yeah, it, it sounds was like the worst thing. We were first off. Balsamic vinegar is so strong. Yeah. And this this glaze they call it had about a half a cup of damn balsamic vinegar it i still taste it this was what three days ago uh, oh my god i i couldn't take it but yeah so that's off the list too but yeah you know that's this is one of the most interesting comic book podcasts i've ever uh, been involved with so far well I, I like it you know we'll get to the comic books eventually yeah, i like talking it's taken us so long to get this going that we have a hundred million stories by now. Yeah. But again, I don't. Do you want to talk anything at all about the site of why we started or anything like that? Or you just want to just assume that whoever's listening to this knows the the deal and. 
I figure we'll get there eventually. Okay. Actually, it'd be better. We're, we'll probably have some uh, other people on the podcast at some point. We do have two other guys on the site, Daniel and Jody. I'm not telling you, obviously, you know. But hopefully we'll get hopefully we'll get them on as well. Um, just a little thing on our site right now. We just put up our 2014 year-end awards. Uh, which, and I don't even remember what I put up anymore. Yeah, I know. Well, we're, we're probably, what I thought, we'll probably talk about that next week. And hopefully we'll get either or both uh, Daniel and, and or Jody on to talk about their picks too. That'd be the best. Uh, but that was uh, we put that up yesterday, right? Uh, yesterday or this morning. Oh, this morning. We we finished it yesterday. Man, that took that took me longer than it should have. Every little I I couldn't think of anything. Well, that's I, know. The thing. I I think that 2013 was a better year overall for DC Comics than last year because yeah. last year we were banging it right off. You know, yeah. we could shoot put stuff up no well, problem. Last year we it was just me and you. Yeah. And we also seem to, well, we seem to be more uh, together on what we would pick. Because last year, we picked Charles Soule as our writer. Both of us picked. Yeah. A uh, big event of the year or what we was uh, Damien dying. Yeah. So that was easy. And then the other things, you know, book of the year or whatever, that's always kind of a personal thing. Plus, a little uh, behind the scenes. Most of the time, your books that you review, I don't read. And vice versa, because yeah. we uh, a little bit about the site. We do try to review every single book that comes out, and it kills us every week. And it's a promise we made to each other that I wish we went back and <laughs> and stopped. Uh, again, though, when we first started, if you remember, I was trying to get us to review all these other, you know, occasionally mix in an IDW or an image yeah. book. Yeah, anything had to yeah. do with the eighties, we could put in there. But again. And I'm like, we already have enough to do. Well, even then, we were talking about then that it, why did it seem like we had a lot more free time then? I know. I, know I we don't. Didn't, we didn't review every book at first, and we kind of started adding all of them. Uh, funny thing, just a little story about when we started the site. That we'll talk about it later. But the main thing we started the site was because we would go and look at reviews, and we would go to uh, the aggregate site. Comic book, comic book roundup. Yeah. And remember, we, we kept getting mad because people weren't reviewing every book. And the one book that we kept pointing out was Wonder Woman. <laughs> we kept saying, it's just part of the trinity. You have to review Wonder Woman. If you're a DC Comics site, or at least a you have to review Wonder Woman. How can you not review Wonder Woman? Then we started the site, and it took us about four months before we added Wonder Woman to any sort of reviews. Yeah, <laughs> we, just, we just kind of uh, went against ourselves. So, yeah. But... Now we try to do it all, and like I said, we, we have no free time. Our life's over. And now, guess what? Now we're starting a podcast. Oh, yay. Yeah, because, you know, that's what we need. We need more stuff. But... We don't have enough people talking shit about us. Now we're going to have some audio up there so they can yeah. hear our off voices. Again, one of the, the, the thing that I always think in my head is that too many people think that we somehow think we're okay, guys. No, like they might like us. No. Now they will know. Well, I've already <laughs> talked about Jew TV. So right yeah, there, I've, we've lost that many people. We've talked about the Mummers, which people have no idea what we're talking about. And then we start talking cauliflower. Oh, I don't even know what we're talking wings. about. I don't either. But, so we're going to start off. We're, we're I think I might have of, offended some Russian people, too. I don't yes, know. Yes, you may have. And Indians. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get into that. Well, again, uh, here, I'll offend people. When, right. when I was growing up, Around 
the time, I'm an older guy, but around the 90s, um, a big thing kept being the, hey, that guy's Indian, and then the worst phrase, dot, not feathers. Yeah. Dot, not. Does anybody at all say that ever now? Seriously, if if I I hear it every now and again. Now and again. When are you, again, it, it just makes me think that sometimes somebody's walking down the street with a headdress on. Yep, there you go. No sense. You, you dug your hole completely it now. It makes no sense, though. I don't think really, it's really if, if anybody anymore. says Indian now, if you said Indian when I was growing up in the '80s, there was not a thought of anything but an American Indian. Well, oh, yeah. American Indian, and then it, you know, obviously we got more people coming over and all that, and uh, so now it's just that. I to me that phrase has really gone to the wayside. You don't really hear that. Like I'm saying, I don't know if I've actually ever met an American Indian in real life. Really? I'm not sure. I'm saying uh, I might have, but I, I can't place it in my mind. No, we talked, uh, again, we're, we're from the Philadelphia area, and a, a big guy when I was growing up was Chief Halftown. Yeah, do you remember Chief Halftown? No, I don't remember yeah, Chief Halftown. Yeah, it was on, you remember Captain Noah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. Chief Halftown you meant like was, walking down the street. No, no, not some guy who lived in our town. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's Chief Halftown. No, he was a kid's guy. And I get the kid show, but again, and you know what? I heard he was Italian. <laughs> That's I heard that from my old boss. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of the uh, like the spaghetti westerns and stuff, all the Indians were oh, yeah. Italian, so they just went with it. But uh, oh, I, I actually heard now again. I haven't verified, but I heard that the Indian crying with the trash yeah. thrown at him. I think he was Italian too. Yeah, I did hear something like that. I heard that. So. Again. I don't know if it's one of those like urban legends or not, though. Yeah, it probably is. I heard yeah. it on the internet, probably, so it has to be true. Again, with a little bit of a um, disclaimer here, we will probably offend some people. We will mispronounce every name possible. Oh, we're awful with it. Uh, we will probably say things that make no sense, and when you go look them up, they're completely wrong. <laughs> so, I, that's just what we do. But... I was going to say, we're, we're, we'll start off, we should get to some comics. Yeah, let's do some comics. Do but some comic stuff. In, in the comic stuff, uh, recently we were on Mike Blanchard's, uh, on GeekCast Radio, we were on a show where we talked about a lot of pull the back. stuff. Yeah, the pullback. After Dark. After Dark, that's After right. After Dark. I think that if anybody had listened to us on that, some of the stuff on this first podcast of ours is going to sound a little redundant. We're going to talk a little about you know, the news. There hasn't been much news. It's the holiday. So we're going to talk a little news, but we're also going to talk mainly today about the uh, cancellations that DC announced, the 13 books, and also the books that came out last week. I think every week we're going to try to do uh, on the podcast some news and then go over our books. We'll try. News is scarce these days. Uh, well, that and sometimes we have tons of books, which is not a problem this week because we have three. Yeah. Uh, because uh, DC decided to load everything, it seemed, on the 24th. They screwed and, up my Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and then the 31st, they released just the weekly books, which is fine. I think last year, uh, was it? I think it was Christmas Eve. It was or Christmas around Eve. that day, that week, you got no, it was Justice Chris- League. Christmas and Eve day. Yeah, and you got. I think you got Justice League and maybe a Forever Evil. We, no, I think it was three all around. So I think I got two, you got one, and uh, two I on, remember and there was, one on. Maybe it was... 
was last Christmas our first No, that was our first Christmas. I think there was a week. I didn't have a book. I think they Probably. released one book the one time. And I, I swear to God, it was uh, Justice League. And it was part, maybe part of the Trinity War. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. Sure. I, I don't know. I'm just talking. But I guess we'll uh, talk about news. <laughs> All right. There's not a lot of news this week. The news was I fell asleep at 8 o'clock on New Year's Eve. And that's not news. That's a weekday. How about the Mummers Channel? Is that news? Shut up that. No, get off that. No, way. and uh, we, it, a little behind the scenes again. We took a little break there, and when I went downstairs to get a drink, I did ask Tanya if the Mummers were definitely local, and she she verifies they are. All right, the all right. Only people so, in this area. Nobody know knows what we're talking about. No, it's, yeah, people, I don't know. They were talking about some people dancing around in some flamboyant <laughs> outfits, and the one guy likes Jew TV. Crazy. What the hell kind of podcast is that? The weirdest damn podcast you ever heard, and that's yeah. the way we like it. Yeah, so, and the news. Uh, this is actually older news, but since we haven't had a podcast, and uh, it's new to us, new to you. What was right. the old saying for the reruns? If you haven't uh, seen it, it's new to you. Oh, the 90s. Yes. So, the first item we up, have up is actually very, uh, it's not cutting edge news, but it takes effect this week. It's that Tom Taylor, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, announced that he was leaving Injustice, the uh, great book that he's been on since the beginning, the tie-in to the DC fighting game. Which I've never read, but I love the video game, so... Yeah, and I have never played the video game, <laughs> and it's one of my favorite comics. In fact, last year, Comic of the Year. Now, And Tom Taylor's work on Earth 2 made it my uh, favorite comic of the year. Yeah. Earth 2. Earth yep. 2 it is. Last year or this year? Last year. Okay. Yeah. This year it sucks, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's been uh, hot and cold for me. Injustice, that is. Uh, it actually, the year... Is the magic... Years, They've gone through years, and year two was, was very strong. Year three is the magical year, where uh, Constantine is one of the main focuses. And um, all the Spectre... This pisses me off, because since that's going on, I want him in the game. Yeah, yeah, the Spectre. And the Spectre's in the background, right? You told me that in one of the scenes? No, I don't one believe One of the is. stages, isn't he? No. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? The Adam. Again, I... I'm no, no, that's Nuclon. That's Adam Smasher. Oh, you're right. See, I don't know. Wraith played <laughs> the game. I watched him. I've watched the cutscenes. In fact, I was watching them uh, yesterday or the day before to kind of get some audio from some of them. Right. But, yeah, but the, the comic I've been reading since the beginning, and I love it. I remember when it first came out, I started reading it. This is before the site even, I believe, right? Yeah. And I kept telling you how good it was. And I'm like, we don't need no damn yeah, like video saying, game. Like, well, again, too, if, if you have a frame of reference for myself, almost everything that I've ever got involved with that has been a tie-in to a video game in any other media, it, actually, not just me, every they all suck. I know, that's it, why I didn't want to do it. It's such a bad thing, and, and the opposite way, it, it goes the opposite way as well of being a huge video game fan for years. Almost every tie-in game, they sucked. Oh, like for like a movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they, or like uh, Starsky and Hutch, the game, 
ever I didn't know that was a game. That oh, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, you ever played Dark Angel? The no, I didn't even show. watch that awful show. Yeah, hey, I, I played that. I'm trying to think. I watch a lot of awful things, but you're finding the things that I won't even watch. I'm trying to think of some really. But well, we mentioned the other day you played uh, Jaws. You own that. I love that game, and the worst part is I loved it just because it was Jaws. And the, the funny thing is, you're saying that, but there was an there was a I'm saying recent, but a more recent Jaws game, what like Jaws Unleashed. Yeah, I did see that online. Yeah, you're not talking about that one. No, I'm talking about the NES one yeah. that I didn't even understand how to play back in the day, <laughs> but I still love doing it. Yeah, that uh, I'm trying to think of some other. Well, uh, yeah, we could go on and on about video games, I guess. But I I really like the and now the, the Spider-Man <laughs> yeah the Spider-Man tie-ins I really like. Oh, like, those were good. Yeah, I like yeah. Spider-Man too. That was a great game. But back to Injustice. Again, like I said, I started reading it way before the site, and I kept telling you how good it was, and you kind of pish-poshed me over and over. Oh, it can't be that good. And then uh, wasn't one of your friends reading Doc, it? Doc, yeah, Doc loved yeah, it. your friend Doc loved it. And then all of a sudden you started paying attention. Doc says something about it. Next thing, it's a big deal. I, tell you, man, I you... tell you for months and months, you don't care. But it's been so good, and... The year three, like I said, it hasn't been what it is. It's been a lot of setup, and it just each issue you're waiting and and That's also, the first part. you can't have an entire year be set up. Well, and the other thing is, and it kind of it kind of kills itself because the first year especially was so every issue was huge. <laughs> Crazy people dying, crazy ways, and and you like just, every issue you gave a ten out of ten. And, oh my god, it was so good. And then year two as well, but now all of a sudden you're in year three, and it's starting to get a little tired. And that was until two issues ago, which again Tom Taylor announced he was leaving the book, and I don't know if it's just because I'm an idiot or they didn't really spell it out. But this past Tuesday was his last issue. And I didn't know until this past Tuesday. And it makes complete sense with the story. So, fight. we know things. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mention it. We're actually going to talk about that issue later when we talk about the individual books. But, yeah, his last two issues, the last two weeks, have been so good. And it's such a good way that they pretty much come in. And again, we're doing this. We haven't even said the other part of the news is that Brian Bucciolato, is going to start writing the book, or he has written it. The first issue of his is going to be on Tuesday. And uh, you know, Brian Bucciolato, I loved him and Francis Manipool on the um, Flash book. That was and a great then, book. Then also by himself, I really enjoyed the Rogues uh, Forever Evil tie-in, which I still think was the best of those tie-ins, the Rogues book. And then right. obviously they've gone on to do uh, detective comics that you were reading. I said, that's a toss-up. Like, there's a lot of strong issues, and then there's like, eh, kind of issues. Well, from what you talked about, and also from what I've seen, they seem to do, him and Francis Manipal seem to do like three-issue arc, and then they're gone for four issues. And then they're back for another two, and then they're gone for three. It just seems odd. They haven't really, because uh, didn't they, the, that terminal story just ended. Uh, that, that was... Two months ago, Two, I think, and that ended. wasn't them. So that was, no, no, that, that was, was awful. Was, yeah. That was like one of those uh, stock stories they had. But again, if we're going to talk news, that's the news that Tom Taylor's left Injustice. He's gone now. Uh, unfortunately, he's also left Earth Two. 
which, which that's I'm even older. And it looks like he's kind of gone over to Marvel. For, uh, Wait, yeah. Superior uh, Iron Man. And, which is a great book. Well, yeah, it is. And, <laughs> I, I'm happy that he's still writing great shit, but I want him in DC so I can read him more. Well, that's kind of the thing. When we were doing our end of year thing, I, the thing that, like, biggest disappointment for me was going to be all these writers leaving. And there's some that they're not gone, but I kind of, like, Tom Taylor hasn't signed an exclusive deal with, with Marvel, as far as I know. Um, Charles Soule has. I don't know, we're going to have to check that. I'm yeah, not so, sure. Actually. I don't think he has. I think that it's just he's writing that, and he's doing, uh, he has that animated series based on his book, I guess, The Deep, that he's doing as well, that seems to be taking up a lot of time. But I've never seen an announcement that he can't, that he won't be back doing. And the, the other uh, writer who I love, one of my favorite writers, and in our year end, I gave him Writer of the Year, was Kyle Higgins. And he, he's kind of, to me, unofficially kind of skipped out, too. He does yeah. his cow, he's, uh, but he's still listed as uh, being in Batman Eternal, but he's only done a couple issues, and to me it's more of stuff that he's kind of laid out in the past. He just After Nightwing got canceled, then he was on Batman Beyond 2.0, uh, and, that got, and that got canceled, or he left, I don't know. That's that was a weird one. It kind of seemed like to me, if if you would hold a gun to my head, I think he just wanted to get out of there. But he got uh, fed up, and he gets yeah. like screwing around with his characters yeah. he's working on. I know, but eh, this is old news, I guess. But the yeah, uh, next story is Ooh. that the digital series Mortal Kombat X starts uh. on Tuesday, January sixth. And you're going to review it. And it's I'm going to review it. It's and it's going to go back to that what I just said about how I hate game tie-ins, even yeah. though how strong Injustice was. Yeah. I'm going into this. I guess I have to do some research, because right now, I know nothing about no. this Mortal, the new Mortal Kombat game coming out. I guess it has to do with that reboot that they did a couple it years is, ago, like the sequel. It's the prequel to the new game. You know what the new game yeah, is called? Yeah, yeah, leading up to Mortal, Mortal, Mortal Kombat X. I was going to say, Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, so uh, Sean Kittleson is writing it. And from what I've seen on his Twitter account, also, he actually follows us. Oh, nice. And we follow him. Well, everything bad I just said, I take back. Yes. Well, on his site, the little bit I've seen him talk about, it's going to be very user-friendly. It's going to really ease you into it. And uh, from what I have seen, you don't have to be a Mortal Kombat fan to enjoy it, which, of course, they're going to say anyway. But if if you have any sort of smarts to you, you're going to want to get more people in, so you're going to do that. Well, the the issue is, though, is way back, months ago, they announced this Mortal Kombat X will be a digital title, and they announced Fables, uh, the Wolf Among Among Us, which is also another video game tie-in. It's a tie-in to the Telltale Games uh, kind of adventure game that's on uh, Xbox and PlayStation. And what happened is, they announced that, and uh, again, I, I think when that came out, the announcement, I think you said right away, oh, Mortal Kombat, I, I, I'm i going to do that. I'm yeah, I'm going to do that, obviously. I know more about Mortal Kombat than you, even though the newer yeah. stuff. Kind of... If you know three characters, you know more than me. Exactly. I know Sub-Zero. I say Mortal Kombat came out like the original one when I was a kid, and it was yeah. the biggest damn thing in the world when you were a kid. And I followed it up until 
I want to say Mortal Kombat 4, and then after yeah. that, it just, I got out of video games, and it just kept going, and I have no idea. My issue is uh, I'm terrible at fighting games, <laughs> and I just, that's plain and simple. And in my life, if I am not good at something, I don't do it, and that's why I barely I'm do anything. I'm surprised you haven't yourself yet. I don't do anything. So, <laughs> no, but the, the weird thing, I was saying that a couple months ago, they announced that Mortal Kombat X, Fables, Wolf Among Us, they'd be coming out. There was a big announcement, right. all of these new digital titles. And from what they have said in the past, DC wants to have a digital title every day. Yeah. At least one. So every day has to be filled. And then they, they canceled Batman Beyond 2.0. Smallville. Canceled Smallville, which, again, that was one of my favorites. They canceled uh, even Justice League uh, 2.0. Yeah, that was just way before that. But all these started getting canceled, and they had to fill in some gaps, and they filled it in with uh, Jiro Kawato Batmanga. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to say that properly. I, I don't and, even try again, anymore. It, I'm Bat sure Man. that hardly anybody knows about the title. It's a title that uh, it's based off, well, not based off. It's actually a 1960s manga that came out where this Jiro Kawato is a big manga guy in Japan. There was a big craze when the Batman 66 show hit there, which I believe it hit there in 67. It's like uh, right around. It's not like it was decades ago. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> no, it was, I'm telling you, it was, it was pretty quick. Uh, but the way I understand it is it wasn't fully translated or the type, whatever it was, but this, <laughs> this bot manga that he did was basically him watching the show and not really understanding it and then coming up with ideas of what it's about. And, and again, you let, it's hilarious. And I love the concept of that because what you do is you have a campy show that becomes even more campy because a guy's trying to figure it out. And the couple, I think I reviewed the first six issues. And what's great about it is, is as I'm reading it, Robin seems to be the guy in charge a lot of times. And the only thing I could think of is when, when Burt Ward would go like, holy, holy what? Yeah, Holy Shark Man, Batman, and punches Shark fist. Man. That's the best you come up yeah, with. Shark I, Man. Okay. Holy deodorant, Batman, and he smashes fist. Think of the word. <laughs> Just think of that. When he smashes his fist, when they do that, they usually run off to do something. So in my mind, he sees that and he's like thinking that it's like, come on, Batman, you son of a bitch! And he smashes <laughs> his hand and off they go. So I think that he got in his mind that, yeah, they're goofing around, they're having some fun, and then. Robin's the one who gets down to business, and it, it kind of translates that. But also, it's great that 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 Bat manga, and I'm saying it's great. It's great in small doses to me. Like you, oh, it's like the Batman 66 yeah, show. I love yeah. the show. I can't marathon that. Yeah, yeah, it just gets too much of the same kind of, or too, uh, not even too much of the fame, just too much goofiness. But it, I, I did the best thing about this Bat manga was the uh, the villains. Because, again, you have these villains that they either made up or, like, some of them, the one, they're either gangsters, like, say, the old uh, serials. Right. Or you had, this is where um, the uh, Lord Deathman came from. I love Lord well, Deathman. Uh, and the best is, is then you think about Grant Morrison using Lord Deathman and, say, the, the, um, the Batman Incorporated. Yeah. And now you're getting a guy who's trying to... See, trying to figure out what Batman 66 is, making a villain to go into that. Then you have a Grant Morrison who's taking that and turning it back into it. And if anybody's read that, Lord Deathman had the most craziest dialogue, which <laughs> sounded like a mistranslated, say, a anime. Right. It was great. 
and it's just all around. Every part of that chain was hilarious. But uh, again, we're talking about the the digital titles, they, and that's well, their Saturday title, which is ridiculous because it it I don't know that anybody would read that. So we've been waiting for these titles. They announced Mortal Kombat X and uh, that Fables. Well, Fables out of nowhere hit the shelves. I think four weeks ago. Nobody knows when no. any of these fucking things come out. Nobody knew. I'm I'm telling you, I'm saying nobody knew, thinking that I'm have to be right because I was waiting for it. I yeah. wanted to review this, so I was checking their site every day. And the problem with their digital titles, they don't announce. Again, if today something came out, you will not find out what it is or what's going on until 12. And then it seems that 12 Eastern time, it hits their site. You can get it, you can buy it, but you never, I don't, I rarely see a preview. I rarely see any sort of like, I guess you can look, no, the solicits, actually I'm wrong. The solicits come out are all for the printed collected versions. So, and that's the other thing. You have that sort of thing. So we, when we review it, it gets so crazy because I'll review t- tomorrow. I'll review um, uh, Fables: The Wolf Among Us. Right. I'll review is- Digital Issue Three. So I'll put on our site Fables: Wolf Among Us Number Three review. It gets everybody confused because eventually the printed version of that will come out, and I know that for- I could solve this by calling it Chapter Three. But I don't want to do that. It just doesn't sound right. So. And then I, I think other sites. Well, actually, I say this. I don't know any other sites that are reviewing <laughs> Bat Manga. I don't know any other site that really consistently has been reviewing um, Batman sixty six. It kind of goes back and forth. And the guy. Hell, we have even been well. Reviewing. And uh, Daniel grabs those. He put one up today for number two. That's right. Yeah. And uh, well, the other Sundays you get Infinite Crisis. Uh, Fight for the multiverse. Which no one's which reading that either. Game tie in that. No one's reading. And I've been the only one that reviewed it. I'm two weeks behind now. And again, I, but back to the news part of this. This all wraps around in the part where Mortal Kombat X is coming out. Oh, shit, Tuesday. we're still on the news? Yeah, I know. We're still on this Mortal Kombat. We, we're really off, off the, uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. We're, Mortal Kombat X comes out on, on Tuesday. All right, now, Tuesday. Somehow I got wind that it was coming out soon. So I, I thought, oh, i got to tell Eric that. So I looked online, looked it up, can't find anything. Nothing at all. So I look, everything I find out is from this months ago news, news story. But yet I think what happened is I saw this, uh, the solicits coming out for either like maybe February. And in February it already shows like Mortal Kombat X number five. What the hell? It has to be coming out then. The digital, this is the printed version. So... I looked, and like I said, Sean Kittleson is the writer. He follows us. We follow him. So I sent him a note on Twitter. said, hey. Those are called tweets. Tweets. Well, this is a private message. Ooh. I private message. Yeah. So I messaged him, hey, what's going on? When is it coming out? And took a bit. Finally, he got back to me. Not that he had to or whatever, but again, he gets back to me. It's Tuesday, January 6th. Holy crap. That's three days from now. Yeah. How is this not known? And in the meantime, I had also sent a message to Dan DeDio, name dropping. Yeah. And I got about three days later, 
he got back to me while I was still waiting for Sean Kittleson to let me know and said he would, oh, I don't know. I'll let you know when I get back to the office. I'm like, man, these, the, I love, I am such a fan of the digital title. And yet they just seem to, it's like a, a step, the redheaded stepchild of DC. And, and to me, it's something that they have that they could really take advantage of. I think that having a title each day is pretty kick-ass. And they have, the Injustice is a hit. It's obviously a hit. It keeps it shouldn't have lasted this long, but it has because it's so good. And then also, you have a, a digital title where you think that a lot of these digital titles you get side guys or guys, you know, they're like, I hate to say it, and I just said that DC treats them like red-headed stepchild, children, but uh, it kind of is like you think of it like the minor leagues where you can yeah. kind of cut your teeth and get noticed. But you have injustice. Tom Taylor leaves and Brian Bucciolato jumps in. Yeah, Bucciolato's one of the biggest writers there. That's not, that's not, you know, that's not small potatoes. That's a <laughs> big guy. And we ain't AAA no more. Yeah, he wants to be in. And uh, I don't know, that's, but that's that. And again, I'm sure that this digital title fiasco thing will come up. I, I Every time I talk about anything that goes with the digital titles, I get so upset because I, I know you talk, talk. I know nothing about the. I'm not well so much. Uh, even speaking of uh, stepchildren, every time I mention to you, oh yeah, I did three reviews last night. You're, oh, they're digital titles. They're not they're real titles. <laughs> when I look at how many reviews we've done, and I'm in the 700s, and you're in 400s. Oh, here you go. You got always got to be compete for shit. Yep. So there you have it. There's. One notch on the bedpost. I'm telling your wife. Yeah, that, that notch hasn't happened in years. <laughs> but, uh, so the next item was uh, kind of leads into this cancellation business. Uh, it was announced that, well, everybody knows, should know by now, that Charles Soule has signed an exclusive deal with Marvel. And that has been, that's been known for months and months and months. And it was just, it's, to me, it's a disaster because he's such a good writer. Like I said earlier, he was our writer, unanimous writer of the year last year for uh, his uh, work in Swamp Thing, and Red Lanterns, Lanterns. Yeah. and uh, also Superman Wonder Woman. So it was announced he was going to leave, and he said, listen, don't worry, guys. I'm going to finish up my stories that I want to tell, and then I'm out of here. So what happened is he's going on, and the first book for him to leave was Superman Wonder Woman. And uh, Tomasi jumped on there, which is great. Which, again, I say it's great, but I haven't been a real fan of the book, the first couple issues of his. But that was the first one. He kind of jumped on. I trust him with Batman and Robin, though. So I think oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've said people have kind of called me out on it on the site a little, that I'm kind of being, not being hard, but that I'm a jerk. <laughs> and uh, I, like I said, so they know you. Yeah, yeah, they they know me now. So <laughs> I, um, it's not that I was upset about it or anything. It's just I, I just I haven't. It it just seems like it's like a phasing in period for both him and the reader. Right. But in the meantime, that was announced. So everybody, okay, Tomasi is on that. Well, as it was going on, and. I can say this all I want, but you are here to verify that I said it, is that I kept telling you that it's very odd that they weren't announcing Swamp Thing. 
and they yeah. weren't saying who a writer was. And I said to you, I bet you they're going to cancel it because it's just, well, it, it was easy to, to see. The, the numbers aren't great, but it was just odd. That's it's a, it's a critically acclaimed book, and yet they just kind of kept skirting the issue. They never would say anything. You just see all these different things and you never see it. But the other one was Red Lanterns. Right. So they announced finally that Landry Walker was taking over Red Lantern. Now, what, what did he do that I really liked, you said? Did he do something I was into? Yeah, there was. I, I can't remember because I remember yeah. you saying that you didn't, you, didn't, uh, you didn't know him. And then I did say, oh, you know what? He did some... Uh, he did some uh, bah, 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 uh, Supergirl uh, all ages book. Yeah, that was ago. not it. <laughs> no, no it, it was something. But uh, anyway, Landry got, Walker. Landry Walker, which again he follows us on Twitter, and Name we dropping. and we follow him. So we sent him a note that basically here it is. We were kissing up to him. Hey, congratulations! Fucking him off hard. I was trying to set him up to eventually maybe get an interview. So, hey, congratulations. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love Guy Gardner. It's basically something like that. And then in the meantime, I think I, I posted the news story, which we don't do a lot of news on the site, but that's pretty big news. So I posted the news story. I read an interview he did with uh, Comic Book Resources where they asked him questions. And I, I remember the next day we went to work, and I was talking to you about it, and I'm giving you the answers he said, not realizing how generic these answers were when I read so this leads into about what three days later a yeah. week later something like that a week a small amount of time a week later the solicits for March hit and there were 13 cancellations one of them being red liners <laughs> so this guy was on the boat well, he's done probably he's bridged the gap between Charles Soul leaving and it being canceled well, really, it, all he has to do is tell one story until it's yeah, over because it now Charles Sewell's already out after the end of Godhead. Yep. So he yeah, he's have done one, now. He's done. So he the can next do whatever issue, he wants yep. to set up whatever in the future. And again, what I would think, though, the problem with that is, is usually when a book's canceled, you kind of have to end it in a, a way, Decent way? Yeah. Yeah, way to go somewhere. And so you're going to be, you're going to see what maybe is going to come from this. But it'll be time I call. I message him then. I've already messaged him. I go to go to Twitter. I go down the messages, and the last message I sent him was, you know, hey, congratulations. I said, hell yeah, it's great, it's great. To, uh, reading this, and then I'm writing, man, that really sucks. You know, you're off. It's canceled. And he and just I, responded with, they fucked me. Yeah, <laughs> well, not it, it wasn't even that. But the way he oh, responded, again, I like to take things out of context and make up stories in my head. The yeah, way he re- the way he responded was almost like, "Yeah, I was kind of shocked about that myself." <laughs> what? That, but like, I, with this comic book resource interview, that I went back and read it, and he was like, "Hey, uh, you're still gonna have Guy Gardner?" Oh yeah, for the near future, Guy Gardner's your man. Oh, it's the, the you're gonna bring back the Red Lantern Corps? That doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon. They were these really generic answers. Well, that's where, the problem is. It- all those generic answers, and then like when we messaged him, it seemed like it was a shock to him. But is he like you know is he just playing it up? Like yeah. uh, oh, you, I don't know. I don't like, know either. I like to do the whole crazy thing where I imagine what really went down. He had no idea he was hired at Red Lantern. Yeah, I th- and I think they're hiring him. He signed the contract. They left. 
they put on their big bow ties and the dress for success cigar, and they all <laughs> laughed at him. Oh, oh yeah, he signed. Well, I finally broke it a big time, boys. Yeah. I'm on Atlanta. Light me up, boys. That was a long-term contract. So I don't know. Maybe I just bought a house. Now uh, we're we're gonna yeah. yeah he came <laughs> and he's like, this is so great. I just bought a house. My wife is pregnant. Uh, I bought a car. This I really need this book. They're like, oh, yeah. you know what? Go for it. Go for it, big yeah. guy. Hey, you know what? You should get another house. He's, I'm using this Red Lantern money. I'm buying me a mansion. But that I, I think we ever exaggerate how much a writer makes. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> the Red Lantern money doesn't get you a mansion nowadays. No, it's not full house money. Oh, uh, yeah, that full house money. I wish I was making small wonder money. Oh, Jesus. Then we'd be talking, or maybe Mr. Belvedere money would be good. <laughs> I know you. You know, little people don't know you were on Silver Spoons back in the day, and you're still yeah. living off of that. Silver Spoon's money, baby. Yes. Silver Spoon's money. So, this all leads into our next bit of what we wanted to talk about today, which was, or is, the cancellations that did happen. And that kind of goes in with this Red Lanterns, where there were 13 books canceled. They will end in March. Uh, and I got called out for this when when we reported this, that yes, well, that's some bullshit. The, the weeklies will be canceled as well. They're not canceled. They're ending. It's a they're difference. Ending. And uh, not only that, but uh, Batman Eternal will be coming back for a second season. I don't know if they'll call it a year season, part two. Well, do you know when they're doing this? Like in June? No, I don't know. Oh, it's just I know on the here. site. Uh, it's coming back. Jody, or not Jody, uh, Daniel reported on it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. He would know. He's not here. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, again, to me, when it comes out, I will review it. I review Batman Eternal. I'll review it, and I'll know then. I think I stopped reading that issue three, so I have a bunch to catch up on. Yeah, well, when we get to our books this week, I think my last uh, Future's End was six. Yeah. Well, I'm a little behind on that. I was, I'll get back to that, because that involves me uh, really screwing over the guys at the comic book shop. In our, <laughs> in our town. I, I picture them having these Future's End titles just stacking up. Hopefully they realize I screwed them by now. But, they were jerk-offs, so fuck them. Yeah, I didn't like them either. So we'll go to the the big story was the cancellations. That'll happen in March. And I know Jody calls them the unlucky 13. I kind of like it. I like it, but are all of them really unlucky? No, absolutely no, not. There's some that might be unlucky. Now, you know who got a... Landry Walker. Yeah, that's unlucky. That's unlucky, yeah. But... There's a list of the books, and uh, we'll go over a little. We're not going to, you know, there's some that deserve a little more talk than the others, and one that doesn't deserve a lot of a talk is the first one that I have on the list, which is Aquaman and the others. Okay, which, we've talked about it. Let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Jurgens and Lam Medina does the art. Dan I like right. Dan Jurgens, so it's a, kind of a bitch for me that he's on the title, and I really don't like the title. Well, again, it's there's a couple on this list that we're going to say the same thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know why this book ever happened. There are so many other books. Now, again, did they get so into the thing that Aquaman is not a joke anymore? And they thought that maybe it was bigger? Because Aquaman, again, uh, Jeff Johns came on New 52. One of the biggest things to me that the New 52 did was to get Aquaman more legit guy's too legit to quit now too too legit to quit huh so 
that was a big thing. The Aquaman itself sells okay, and there are fans. I, uh, to me, the fans, they're one of those those things where I don't think you're going to meet a lot of people who are going to admit they're an Aquaman fan still. Well, that's the problem. It's like I, there are Aquaman fans. I'm out an there, Aquaman but, fan. That was exactly. one of my first, that was one of my favorite books in in the beginning of the New Fifty Two. That was yeah. that and Nightwing were my favorite book. But it's like I talk to the, what I like to call the norms out there who don't follow comics. They still think Aquaman's a joke. I know that's the problem. And when you have a tie-in like this, you would think that they're counting on people. Be sub- well, first off, you're counting on every Aquaman fan to read this book. Yeah. And the numbers show that that's not the case. Not at all. You're also wanting people to go by the shelf and say, oh my god, Aquaman, oh, the others, I, hey, I'm going to grab this. And again, that's not the case. And the, the, then you have the people who started reading it, and it's it's not good. It's And the problem is the others, which when they were in the normal run, Jeff Johns, uh, made them in the normal run of Aquaman. When they showed up, I remember telling you that they were awesome. Yeah, you were all about it when I first showed up. I loved them. Thought they were the greatest. Oh, my God, they're so cool. But the thing about it was, if I, when I thought about it more, was when they first showed up, they were almost like this B team that Aquaman used to be on. Yeah. And then he went to the Varsity, or the Justice League, and there was that cool thing where they were kind of pissed off about it. And they played off of that, and it ended up being kind of fun like that. And then I, you wanted to know more about the guys, and um, Prisoner of War was, was the big one, where he was a uh, an ex-military guy who the ghosts of all the people who had died were with him. That's a cool-sounding premise. And he could... It, it, where it reminded me a little... It's weird. It reminded me a little of Animal Man, when he would take the... Like he'd be all of a sudden he'd have the strength of a gorilla. Right. Uh, Prisoner of War would use the knowledge that these ghosts would have, and he'd be able to tap into that and do something. Well, so Alexander, when he became a military dude, exactly, Buffy. and Buffy. Yep, exactly. So what happened though? Like that, he was my favorite character. Now in the others, it's it's weird to say, but now that they've developed it more, where he's going to people's houses to say, listen. Your son is here, <laughs> and he talks like he talks with the voice, and it's so heavy-handed the way they do it, and it's just too much. And it, I read just... the first, I read the first couple issues, and I remember when this went down, and all I could think about is when Forrest Gump went to Bubba's family to yeah. tell him that this is his yeah. their share. Yeah, so here you go. That's a bad. That's the worst. <laughs> I don't know what you're pulling there. Here you go with the share of the Bubba Gump. You, you still haven't that, watched Forrest Gump, have you? <laughs> I, I, it's been a while. That's not how he sounds? No, that's not how he sounds. <laughs> how about Lieutenant Dan? Was that a... <laughs> no, no, no. Just don't, don't do that to Gary Sinise. <laughs> but again, the Aquaman and the others, it, 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 this, all these numbers, I have the sales numbers, but they're from November because the December ones haven't been released yet. And it 15,859 units sold is not that bad to me. That's pretty bad. For what the book is, though, because, again, it's a team that, after reading as many issues as there have been, I still don't know all their names. Uh, I have no idea. The operative, Volkov, and, again, it's, I don't, to me it seemed very much like uh, 
Jeff Johns. Like I, I know that they say this a lot about villains, where if you come up with a villain that becomes popular, it's almost like a syndicated TV show. That full house money. Yeah, you get the full house money. Well, I think Jeff Johns started thinking he can get the others money. And that's not that's not getting you a mansion anywhere. So he really pushed it like, oh god, you got to do this Aquaman and, and the others. I'm not going to work on it myself, but you yes, really got to do it. Hey Dan, you go do it. You know Dan has done some big things. You know he is the uh, creator of Booster Gold. Yes, I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know that too. Since I <laughs> we had an interview with him uh, to talk about the Booster Gold futures end, and I asked him in the interview. Hey, how'd you get such a sweet job doing the Booster Gold Futures in? And you know what he told me? Nothing. He didn't even respond. I think he got pissed off at me. We're dead to him now. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, (laughs) The next book on the list is Infinity Man and the Forever People. And again, just like the others, I'm lost. I have no idea. That's uh, Keith Giffen and Dan DeVille. And art by various people, which is probably one of the reasons that I I read and review this book. I actually like it. And I think that's a book killer myself when you have all these different artists. Well, that's the problem is uh, Keith Giffen did a pretty good issue. Then they, they keep going back and forth, and you never got a solid art style. Now, everybody who's done it, it's it's obviously this, – this whole book is a love letter to Jack Kirby. Yeah. So everybody who does it is trying to get that Jack Kirby-esque look, so it kind of works a little, but – it, it's just again, it's it's such a hard sell. I can't see how they ever just greenlit this book and thought that it would sell. Maybe uh, they just need to fill in a slot until they knew they're going to cancel it for it, God. It's possible, Earth. and maybe it's just one of those things. I mean, it's Dan DeDio, and Keith Giffen seems like they let him do whatever the hell he wants. They give him the keys off. He goes off and does whatever with. Tries to be hilarious, and yeah. he has his brand of humor that I know it—it's hit or miss with me. Uh, it's I usually know you will miss with you, but uh, Dan DeDio, yeah. I think that it was just one of those where he's allowed to uh, occasionally do what the hell he wants, and this is what he wanted to do. And I said I, we had an article a couple—I uh, think it was in November—about um, books that were in trouble and needed your help, or they'll be canceled. Which, in fact. It's funny because I think there were five of them and four of them are on this list. Yeah. And uh, this was one of them. And I think I even said in that article, it was funny because I don't know much about uh, the new gods. And I don't either. I've read comic books most of my life. I strayed away from this because it was just too out there for me. Well, what I I said is I like to be a guy who reads something and then sticks my nose up at people because they don't. You're an asshole. Okay. So... This was one of them where uh, I could read this and I was kind of getting a uh, a kind of a crash course in uh, some Jack Kirby-esque things. And in the meantime, they they threw the bat cow was in there, the one issue, which was ridiculous. Somehow he's in California. I still don't know why. That's because I think Dan DiDio wrote that bat cow, uh, that story. What was that for Batman Incorporated special? That was the special, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't he? So he's a big bat cow fan. So bat cow was there for... and. It was one of those where it was almost like a Chewbacca moment where they're talking to Batcow and Batcow isn't saying anything and they're like, hey, there's that cow. What's that? You're looking at the bus stop? You want us to go back home? Okay. And it, it went on. It, it was goofy. but You guys can fun. talk to cows. And I, I, tell you, I still have this, uh, the, the last issue that came out 
Uh, the 24th, December 24th. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to review it and read it tomorrow. But oh, we're so behind. I've actually, yeah, I know. Uh, with Infinity Man, I, I bet you if you looked at my average for the few issues that it's been out, um, I'd probably average about a 7.5 out of 10. I, I actually I actually like it. And I can't say that I'm upset or surprised that it's getting canceled, but I liked it enough uh, because it was something different. It kind of it had uh, it had some personality to it. Well, the fans have spoken. They don't want things different. Yeah, they want fact, things they know. Damn in it. fact, if nine thousand three hundred and fifty units sold in November, yeah. which that is horrible. And when we say these numbers, usually what we've decided in our uneducated way is that around fifteen thousand, the book's done. I think like, we read that somewhere. Yeah, I don't think I we think came it up did, with that. But it, it kind of gone back and forth and jumped up and down. In this list, you're going to see there's some that are way above that. But that seems to be like if, if something hits around that 15,000 mark, it's in Better watch out. Yeah. yeah. Which um, the next book, I'm going to switch a, on our list down to a book that's around that, that's a book of yours that you can talk about because I'm sick of talking about these, is uh, Trinity of Sin. And it was uh, J.M. DeMatteis and Neville Gachet, I'd like to pronounce Yeah, Gachet, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, but there's a book <laughs> that, again, that's at the 15,097 units this, sold in November. This book should be doing, like, honestly, if you look at my reviews, I am not a fan of the book, but it should be doing better. It's got J.M. DeMatteis, probably don't, that's probably not how you say that either. Uh, but, I'm going, that's how I say it. That's how I say it, I'm going with it, but, um. It's got the Trinity of Sin. You got Phantom Stranger, Pandora, which they had their own solo books. They were canceled, yes, but they were solid books. They were really good. Yeah. And we also have the question here, completing the Trinity. And we know nothing about this new 52 question. I'm thinking, this is going to be great. We're going to get the band back together. We're going to find out some shit on the question. And the, the story's going to be great. Yeah. And then I read it. And I am bored out of my mind as I read this fucking book. Now, do you think that they should have just Screw Pandora and Phantom Stranger. Oh, I know you love it. Don't no, you think that like just Pandora. the question? You don't the, think that just the question having him in his own book would have been a better idea? Well, as of right now, what are we on issue three on the series? Yeah. Um, we haven't done shit with the question. We find out he has a, I think it's a Spear of Inquisition that he created from the Spear of Destiny or some shit, and that's about it. We have yeah. known nothing. The issue's in. He just keeps saying, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." Well, and what's weird, you, we say this, and, and we, we talk about this anymore when we do reviews, and you say, like, oh, man, I I was awful in that review. That's why people aren't coming to see it, when, in <laughs> fact, there's no way they know that before. So the numbers here, the, the first issue didn't do well. No, it did and awful. And now it's I going down. It, it's, it's, I think the first issue was around, like, 21. It was awful for a first issue. I'm, I'm thinking, I remember how excited I was when they first announced Trinity yeah, of Sin. I'm like, we're going to get shit done now. And what's weird is, like we're saying about that, is that people weren't even interested, though, but you were. But yeah. people don't, they weren't interested at the beginning of that. I don't, do you think it's the, the title? Like I, think, I think the title sounds awesome myself. I do too. But I mean, you're there and if you don't know what it is, I mean, you know. Because it's been shoved down your throat, this whole Trinity yeah, Sin title and all the Pandora on. book and the Phantom Stranger. But I don't know that in general people walking by 
Uh, again, Maybe I, they didn't have enough of it, you know. Like I think that Pandora and Phantom Stranger were good books, but they were canceled, and they were canceled for a reason. Yeah. So maybe people were just sick and tired of yeah. it. Now, again, I don't work at I've never worked at a comic shop. You yeah. have. Yeah. Unofficially. Yeah, officially, unofficially. I was never on the books, if that's what you want to say. Yes, but uh when I'd like to hear from people that do you do most of these numbers, like say this fifteen thousand, I wonder how much of it are pull lists? How much of it is just uh, is it a majority that a comic sold is it the majority on a pull list is the majority on people just walking by and grabbing it is it a combo like an even thing between the two of them I know there's also people get the subscriptions they you know get them mailed but I, I don't think anybody does that anymore yeah I know and except I, for like really hard to find like comics and then of course none of these numbers reflect anything digitally because I mean, not even just the digital first stuff that we were talking about earlier, but the digital sales in general, they seem yeah. to really want to keep under, under wraps. Under I know. What's that about? Anybody. I don't know. DC, and, if anybody ever there is listening to this for whatever God reason you think you should, let the fucking digital sales numbers out. I yeah. really would like to see that. And you know what? Just put them separately. You have Trinity of Sin, 15,097. Now, and then maybe digitally it sells 2,000. Maybe it's sells Hopefully. more of it. Again, <laughs> there's other titles that we're going to talk about after we talk about these canceled ones that are ones that I said, oh, man, these are in trouble too. How do we know that those titles don't double their sales digitally? And that's no, why I, that's why they – I don't know. But again, Trinity Sin, you were excited for it. And I, I still want to be, but every time I open the book – I'll tell you, when I review this book, I, I open the page, I get really excited – and as soon as I'm done, like, the first five pages, I am bored out of my mind. It is so exposition-heavy of shit. I don't care. I don't know. It's, maybe I'm an asshole just because I don't care about it. But, no, the, but like, right, they're, they're fighting this, this Aztec bird monster. I think his name's Nimra. From, who Nimrod? Is this, no, Nimra. Uh, Ra. It's uh, got to be, like, a Ra. Ra. You know, some Aztec Egyptian. Yeah. I don't know. I'm bad yeah. at this nonsense. But it existed before mankind did when the earth was full of darkness and then the light came and it went away, and now it's trying to get its world back, and it's just kicking the shit out of the fucking Trinity of Sin, the every, every issue, and it's so, like, exposition-heavy about how they're getting the shit kicked out of them. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I, I don't know. The only other thing I, I thought was possibly with Convergence coming up in uh, April and May, that this whole thing with Pandora and causing the New 52, maybe that's just It makes no sense. Maybe it doesn't make sense anymore, but again, if that's the case, you would think that Pandora and this title could become a big title where she has something bigger to do with that. But well, I'm saying we've uh, we've looked at Pandora through the uh, the uh, was it uh, the hell was that Trinity War Trinity. Uh, and Trinity War and her own title, and nothing from either of those yeah. tells me that she has the power to grab the Vertigo universe. Nope. The Wildstorm universe and combine nope. it into our Earth and make it a new 52 universe. Yeah, I, There's I no, there was nothing there to tell me that she yeah. has the power for this. The big thing is that the only thing that they ever, you know, the big thing was, oh, she's in every book, every yeah. number one. The mysterious Pandora. Yeah, yeah she's mysterious all right now. She's canceled. Twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah. Well, the next book that's being canceled is uh, one that we shake our head or grit our teeth every month. That This is one that goes back and forth between us. It's Secret Origins, 
which is probably I don't know about you. I know that you have a lot of times uh, wrapping your head around the uh, multiversity titles to actually review. I'm, ta- I'm not oh, talking. Morris is a it, nightmare to now, review. I'm not talking about liking it or not liking it. No, I'm neither am I. About the process of reviewing it. It's Secret Origins is awful to review because there's three separate reviews in one book, and, and you break them down, and, and you have to uh, try to. And you'll get you'll get it a week where you already have. Eight books, nine books to review. And, this oversized monster that, and then you have nonsense. secret origins. And I, this you you've had the the uh, pleasure of doing it more than me. I think I had like the first one, then maybe the third one, and then this last. I think number eight was the last one that I just yeah. did. So you've had a bunch in a row. Um, but it also the concept of the book makes it awful to review too, because you usually get a pretty high-profile character that you've heard the origin a million times. Over and over again. Yes. Then you get a kind of a B-list guy, and that might be... Actually, for me, those are usually the ones that... That's the interesting one. The B and C-listers should be all the books about. The problem is what, what I've had in mind, it seems, is I go from an A to the second being a B to the third being triple Z, which was last last month or this month's one I did was uh, the, actually I liked this last Secret Origins which was uh, Grayson uh, Animal Man and Katana and the reason I liked it was because it everything, well Grayson was a origin story of how he was recruited into Spiral for his uh, the Grayson solo book Right. so again in that they Threw in where it was Helena Bertinelli was the one who got him in, and in the meantime, of course, she has to tell the story of everything that's happened to Dick Grayson. But again, I, that is my favorite character, Nightwing. And Dick Grayson is my favorite character. So I didn't How many times are you going to see Dick's origin? I know, but again, this actually even included stuff from after uh, Forever Evil, which is right. pretty cool. Um, so it's a little in between point for Forever Evil to Grayson yeah, number one. Yeah, yeah, and but it also showed everything else. It even showed him as a Teen Titan. It had all that. Uh, yeah, he was. Is that even continuity anymore? It is now because it was in there. They show him. He's like, making. They, he's they making out some, with Starfire. Uh, yeah, they showed that once, and um, I don't even remember what issue it was. It was a long time ago. They showed that in something in the New Fifty Two, mm-hmm. and it made no sense. Yeah, I'll, for the way it is now. In this, what it was, which was good, was um. It uh, there was like three in a row full page spreads that showed his. It was good. It was Red Hood and the Outlaws. That's what the issue was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, they they showed it again there. They showed him. And they showed him as Batman with Damien. Right. So that was mentioned before in in uh, Batman Incorporated too. And Batman. All Incorporated. this happened in six years, people. Yeah, I know. It's it's a long six years. <laughs> and uh, well, the second one was Animal Man, and it uh, it basically was the whole run. Of uh, Jeff Lemire's, which uh, honestly I think that's fine. Yeah, I liked it because it was a book that has been canceled for a while. Not maybe a lot of people didn't read it. They can read that, see what it is, and hopefully, well, again, he's in. Um, it ends with him in um, JLU. JLU. Yeah. So maybe that leads into people wanting to see JLU as well. But that was good. And then you have Katana, which again I had said triple V titles, and that's one of them. And that is a Katana was canceled, and 
and no sense he should never touch that character again, and yet they Wasn't that the reason that uh, David Bowie and Mick Jagger were dancing in the streets? I think they were, and uh, making out. Yeah, and they really liked that. It was awful, but again, I'm going to the specific of one issue, but that actually, the it's hard, it's weird to say the numbers for Secret Origins, because you could have a Batman on the cover of that, and it might sell 10,000 more that month, but... In November, that sold 21,377 copies. So it's not great, but it's not horrible. But again, uh, it's it's unnecessary. It seemed like they did that. And from what, when it first started, everybody I heard say things about it on different podcasts and even on sites was that this was going to be such a great thing to collect, uh. to give to somebody who doesn't know about comics. I just want to know who these really good people are, because I would never go out there spend a shit ton of money just so somebody would get in the comic book. Maybe yeah, I'm the well, asshole. Again, that's, I'm saying that, yeah, that might be the case, but people aren't just showing up at a comic book. So comic book stores are still, to me, a little uh, intimidating. They are. So you show up, and you're like, oh, who's this guy with this S on his chest? And you pick up Secret Origins, because you want to know. Everybody knows that origin. Yeah. So, basically, every time we do a Secret Origins, we kind of laugh in our intros about how these things are not so secret. Or, yeah, they're not so secret origins. Yeah, yeah. So, that's that. Let's move on. So, that's gone. Now, the next one is another one that you love, and that is oh. World's Finest. I wanted this to be good when it first came out. Yeah, this was and one of the books that you first, that was one of your first books that you got, right? I'm saying, uh, the New 52, when I first started, it was announced, I was all pissed off like everybody else, because, like, um, there's all this continuity that I know. Why can't people, you know, do what I did as a kid and just find out about this? Especially yeah. with the internet. You know, it's the internet age. Yep. To find out anything you want. I had to search for shit when I was a kid. Yep. And, uh, but, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, uh. I, you said something about oh, being sorry, a yeah. real jerk but, off. No, no, no. I got myself. No, fuck okay. you. I got this. Um. Earth 2 was announced then, and I got really interested in seeing the new, like, the uh, Golden Age characters revamped and re-released. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start getting this. And then I found out about World's Finest. I'm like, okay, it's like a, a uh, companion piece, you know? Uh, you can start reading this from the characters that went to the Prime Universe from Earth 2. And I was really interested in seeing Power Girl and Huntress. And then, in the beginning, Power Girl had this new outfit, which I personally hated, but it got rid of that tit window. And I'm like, okay, they're trying to make this a legitimate character now. Well, that didn't work out. She stole every fucking issue. They found a new way to burn yeah, her costume Yeah, I remember off. you telling me that. Oh every my issue, God. they're like, she has that. Oh, my God, my my outfit. <laughs> it was the worst. And uh, was that? Uh, who the hell was writing that book? Paul Levitz. Paul Levitz. Paul Levitz. And I don't, I don't know how old he is, but he looks like an old man to you me. You told and me he's a dirty old man. That's what it seems like. He's a, An old man is given the job of writing for two young women and trying to make them strong and independent. And all he did was... Let's find a way for Power Girl to get naked and Huntress to look as bad as possible. Because everything she did, it seemed that she was bad at her job. She was always stumbling and falling over and not, like, saving the person she's supposed to save. Yeah. It was just the worst. And now they flipped it. So uh, since Earth 2 Worlds End has come out, they've made it so now it's all about Superman and Batman of Earth 2 before they died during the first Apocalypse War. Yeah, and it was weird because every... Every solicit, you were waiting for it to be canceled. You really thought Everyone, it was going to get canceled. Because there's no reason this book should have lasted as long as it did. And then they almost, it's almost like they wanted to, so they just turned it into a different book. Like, hey, Paul, we're going to, I remember when it was announced that Paul Levitz was all into it. Like, oh my 
goodness, I get to tell the Earth 2 history. It's the secret history of Earth 2. and I'm yeah. going to do all this. And he was all excited. And to me, it sounded like a, not a demotion, but it really did sound like, hey, buddy, it's not working, so we're going to force <laughs> you to do something else. It really seemed like, you know, well, he was fired and then rehired that afternoon. Well, the thing is, it's uh, at the end of uh, the story arc with Power Girl and Huntress, they go back to Earth 2, mm-hmm. and now they're, like, you know, prominent in Earth 2 World's End. So, like, okay, we already got them featured here. What else can we do with this title? Yeah. Well, again, then, it, the whole thing kind of makes sense, then, that it's just going to run until the end of World's End, and then... It, it's and then be over, yeah. yeah, over, yeah. So, but I, all this stuff with Batman and Superman, that like the secret origins of Earth too, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's bullshit. You yeah. don't care. Yeah. They're awful stories. Well, and again, that was just under twenty thousand. That sold nineteen thousand seven hundred nine. And that's a shocker to me. Yeah, people were still buying it, uh, but it's it's gone again. I think that that's kind of run its course, and it it just I believe that if this whole Earth two um, and the world's end stuff was gone. That would have been canceled a couple months ago. They wouldn't have changed it up. And, right. And the next book's a, a weird one that I know that a lot of people were very shocked when this was announced as being canceled. Though one of them wasn't you, because no, not came, at all. And that's Arkham Manor, and that's uh, Jerry Dugan and Sean Crystal are the uh, creative team on that, and. Again, I don't read it. That's one you read and review. But and it's a spinoff of Batman Eternal, which sucks because yeah. I don't read Batman Eternal. And that's what's weird is usually we try to kind of get things in line with, uh, you know, it's weird that I don't review that because I yeah. do Batman Eternal, but it's something uh, I think the numbers, the way our reviews come out and stuff, you picked it up and you seem to be more interested. I wasn't interested at all. I heard about it. And again, on a side note, they announced Arkham Manor. Arkham Manor came out. The first issue of Arkham Manor took place three weeks before what happened in Batman Eternal that led that to led Arkham to it, Manor. Yeah. And I remember um, I was reading a Batman Eternal, and you messaged me because you the first Arkham Manor, and you're like, what the hell has happened? I had no idea what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. So I told you what had happened, and I was wrong because yeah. it hadn't happened yet. I yeah, thought I had that no idea. Arkham, point, Arkham Asylum is like uh, like uh, sucked into the ground. Yeah, Bruce Wayne has no money. I have no at, idea at, what's going on. At the on. point when you asked me, it was an issue where uh, Jim Corrigan turned into the Spectre and shot you know the, a green energy through Arkham Asylum. I assumed that had just destroyed it, and that's what they were talking Makes about. Makes sense. And it wasn't. Because then the next month, as the weeks went, I'm like, holy crap, I told Eric the wrong thing. And then you were asking me about Batman losing his mind. So everything, DC, since we've been doing our site and paying more attention to things, they're very good at spoiling their own stuff. And it's awful. And they'll things come out of order. They will release something that will have something that another story shouldn't know. Uh, even to the point where the whole thing with Damien coming back, how how big would that have been to you if you wouldn't have known? I think it, I, I know it's the thing is I wrote that article about how I wish he would stay dead. Yeah. Um. I that's the way I wanted the story to go, but then it was leaked that he was going to be alive and have superpowers and. Mm-hmm. Spoiler uh, alert. Oh fuck me! It's a spoiler <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes, um, it is. We didn't even say that at the beginning. Oh well, no, 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 now. Yes. Um. But 
I just wanted him to stay dead because it meant so much when he died. I, yeah. you know, I got fucking emotional about yeah, it. I did. I said even back then, he died such a hero. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's been a while. So, but that with with back to Arkham Manor, uh, it's it sells. It's the that November issue sold thirty thousand nine hundred seven, which is big. And uh, but the whole story though. Yeah, it's, you said it's. it's, that, it's, it's Bruce Wayne, like, you know, uh, disguising himself, going in as a patient, and now the Wayne, you know, the Arkham Manor, like the Wayne Manor turned into the Arkham Asylum, to find out where a killer is. There's a killer loose in uh, the uh, Arkham Manor. I, I keep wanting to say Asylum, goddamn. I still don't yeah, even have I know, the straight. I say, and then I, yeah, it's, um, I so he goes in, and as soon as the story's over, I said from the beginning, I don't know where they'll go with this. Yeah, you, you told me after the first issue, which I you liked, right? Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed the second issue more because okay. I was so confused after the first issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't but, really like but as a series, you you the couple issues you played. Yeah, I I'm saying I have to review issue three still, but I read that yeah. the uh, the other day and I still liked it. No, and I, I but you're right. You told me probably I think it was after the second issue or maybe leading up that week to the second issue that you said I don't know what they're going to do with this. It can't. But yet they didn't. Announce it as a limited run, and the only reason I said I think when we were on uh, the pull bag yeah. uh, last week, I even said then that maybe they don't want to do that because that tends to have people then wait for the the trade to come out if they know it's just going to be six issues. Maybe they'll that makes just wait to. All right, and then the next book is Batwoman, which is uh, Mark and Draco, and it was Jeremy Hahn for a while. Now it's Jorge Gentil. And, yeah, do you like that accent? Uh, Jorge, it's going to be awful. I thought I sounded like uh, Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> but, again, that book, Batwoman's a tough sell, anyway. Uh, it really Especially since it's not part of the Bat family. It really yeah, alienates yeah, it. They kind of keep her aside there. Uh, and Mark and Draco came on when J.H. Uh, Williams III, that was the big controversy where they DC wouldn't allow marriage especially lesbian marriage same-sex marriage yeah you don't want that Where, where's that 80 comedy. like you know like that ooh sound from the background on tv ooh. shows yeah. <laughs> so the, and i'm telling you mark and Trigo took over jeremy hahn on art which i thought was awesome and I'm, i love jeremy and here's the thing i know your girlfriend was a big batwoman fan that was the one book she was that's getting. the only book she read and she loved she, it and she won't touch the new one nope uh i like it I I've liked it all along. Right now, it, it got a little goofy. Now it's the uh, <laughs> Batwoman and the Unknowns, which is clearly, is that what you're called? Yeah, the Unknown. Uh, I think better the others. I think I called them the others when we were on that uh, <laughs> the pull bag. I, every time anything is, is to me, it's and the others. So uh, well, it's like Batman and the Outsiders. You always call them the others. And the others, and it's uh, Aquaman and the others. It's everybody's the others. <laughs> you know, one out of three, I'm right. Yeah. But this is, they're the unknowns. Again, it's Etrigan, uh, Clayface, Ragman, Alice, and... Is it Alice, Alice or Black Alice? No, it's Alice. I don't even think I know that it's character. The, I believe it's supposed to be the... Uh, it's, it's funny because since it started with this thing, she hasn't been in it yet. But I think it's actually the Alice from uh, The Mad Hatter. Oh, really? I don't know. I say that, and I'm probably completely wrong, and people will be like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. But uh, 
the bit on Clayface's it's just again it, it seems like a desperation move and obviously it must have been it is <laughs> I mean this has happened before we we talked about it before in uh, uh, All Star Western with Jonah Hex where he yeah. went to the the present day that seemed like alright now we got Superman and now yeah. we'll have Batman yep and What's weird is I actually mentioned that in the Aquaman review that I put up today that that even with Aquaman last issue with this uh, Maelstrom uh, storyline, it's I I hate when any book just starts throwing random guest stars. Well, I'm saying well, uh, Green Arrow next week is Green Lantern. I'm all yeah, for that. You know what? Throw. That looked good. Yeah, it looked awesome. I'm That's all for awesome. like just throwing them in. I'm okay with it. Bring it on. Yeah, but Batwoman, it's canceled. And again, I know that they kind of they couldn't win. Mark and Draco couldn't win. Everybody is he still a vampire. Everybody, no, that this yeah. is well. Actually, I'm wrong. She is being controlled by Nocturna. So at one point in the last issue, there were some kids uh, spray painting graffiti, and she comes out and tells them that graffiti uh, writing is punishable by death, and goes to attack them. But they make it. It's in the Nocturna. Um, font so you know right. she's being controlled it's it's goofy but it, again it really just sounds awful we got a lesbian vampire with a bunch of misfits around her in and, space yeah in space and the issue was that the whole run of jh williams it was one of those books where it was more about how uh she dealt with her personal life and being a superhero and again it kind of worked out that she wasn't part of the bat family because it kind of made it like she was kind of an outsider and um well, like, it's like Batwing as well. Yeah, yeah. And it was a big thing with her and Maggie Sawyer, her girlfriend. They were going to get married. They, and when Mark and Draco came on, uh, again, a guy had just left because they wouldn't let them have a marriage. And then you throw Mark and Draco. Anything he does with, with her and Maggie was going to end up being hated by somebody. Yeah. So the best thing in what he did, which I hated because I love that whole dynamic, but he kind of ended it and it made sense to me because he had to do something to make the book his own. Right. Uh, but again, you ended up with the people from before bailing and the book just wasn't, it, it, it's a tough sell. If you're going to buy a couple bat books, you're not going to buy bat one. No, I never did. I just let my girl, actually, you know what? My girlfriend wanted them. So I ended up buying them anyway. Yeah. Well, the next book on the list, oh, just to keep with the, the whole numbers business, that was at 15795 So it was right at that point where we said that things start getting canceled anyway. But the next one is Clarion by Anno Sinti and Trevor yeah. McCarthy, which is funny. I, I didn't re- Trevor McCarthy was the uh, artist that was with J.H. Williams a lot of times on that Batwoman. So the thing about this book is it never should have been greenlit. There's no way. There's no reason. We've talked about this ourselves. We talked about it on the poll bag last week. And Nocenti, your big joke is she knows where they've buried the bodies. That's the only reason she she still has a job. I think she also has a map to the bodies signed by the people who put the bodies (laughs) there. She has videotape of them putting the bodies there. She has the shovels. She has everything because... She's got an attorney that has copies of them. If anything happens uh, to her, they're going to go right to the DA. she... She has no right being on any book, and I I know it's always a joke when this happens. And in fact, I think I think it was Ambush Bug, a guy 
comments on our site that uh, said that hopefully his one of his hopes for the year is in this since he does not have a new book, <laughs> which I think that this might be it. And Here's open. It, it's just not good. Uh, Clarion the Witch Boy is not a, a character that deserves his own book or anything. That's the thing. problem. I said this on the pool bag too on that Earth Two Futures End, yeah. like uh, during the Futures oh, yeah, End yeah. event month. The Teen Titans special yep. was great. I loved that character. I think it was the Earth Two Clarion though. I think they might have all been Earth Two characters. They really didn't get in detail with everything, yeah. but uh, I really enjoyed his character yeah. and interacting with all the other characters was great. Yeah. And I mentioned it, too, that he's also been in this third year of Injustice. Yeah. And he was really good in that. But I think that's the point, is that I, I think maybe he's good with other characters. Not, not, not by himself? all new and without... And it, this book is a mess. It looks great. Trevor McCarthy's art's awesome. The book, the writing is a mess. And the, first off, Trevor McCarthy and anybody who has worked with Anosenti in any of these books, which was Green Arrow... Katana, Catwoman. Uh, Catwoman. They should all get awards, and I think I mentioned in one of the reviews they should get combat pay because <laughs> she does not let anything breathe at all. Everything is fully explained. If somebody is going to go to the bathroom, she is going to spell it out by them saying, I'm going to go to the bathroom right now, and I'm going to wipe six times, and then I'm going to flush, and I'm going to check, and I'm going to... It's awful. She just doesn't. Everything is. I. I she is a tell, don't show type of writer, and right. the dialogue is awful. She is bad metaphors, puns. Half the time, she says things in her dialogue that you can tell she has no idea what she's talking about. And of course, the the biggest one that we laugh about a lot <laughs> is back in the. It was the. Um, Catwoman. It was the uh, Catwoman. Got, it was Gotopia. Gotopia. It was Gotopia where it involved. Somehow, and the other thing, before I even say the stupid line that she had, Gotopia was a dream thing that ended up going. If anybody read it, they know what we're talking about. Yet, after it was done, every book kind of realized that, but her, and no sense he didn't realize, and everything that happened in Gotopia still remained. It was so ridiculous. But in this book, she comes across a guy who says he's a football player, and he's, I'm the quarterback, I am the greatest. Throw me the ball, and it's down. Was that what it was? Then that's a throw me and throw me the ball, and it's down. Throw me the and, ball, and it's down. And right? at that point, you just drop the book because what yeah. the fuck is she talking uh, about? What a quarterback! Throw me the ball, and it's down. Are we talking about hiking or what? You know, no. What? She, it's so ridiculous. But again, it's canceled, and we knew this was going to happen. The first issue, number one issues, is you should get such a. A high number, you know, a number one should sell. Yeah. And that didn't sell. And it sold it, better than Trinity Extent. Yeah, the number two issue, though, is down to 11. 11,416, so it's gone. But now, even worse, G.I. Zombie, which yeah. is Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray and art by Scott Hampton. And I am I usually have been the guy who gets the Palmiotti Gray book. Yeah, it's weird how that works out. And and I like them. They, they're Batwing. When they first got on Batwing, loved it. And their um, All-Star Western, I think, from the beginning till the end, it was great. It, yeah, we like to joke about him yeah, going to the future. Yeah, we joked about that. But again, it was still, it was so good. And that got canceled, and that was a shame. Uh, G.I. Zombie's not a shame. And no, no, it, no. It no. kills me. And in that article I wrote about things I didn't want to get canceled, I did put G.I. Zombie, but I spelled it out 
that mainly it was because I really liked Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray yeah. uh, together as writers. And um, with this being canceled, Jimmy Palmiotti's still on Harley Quinn with his wife, Amanda Connor. And I know that Justin Gray is doing the Catwoman Convergence title, but this is All it. Right, this right. is their last like combo book on DC. Yeah, for but, right now. I'm sure there'll be a big announcement uh, later on. And I know they're they're big on Kickstarter and they have their own books going. They do a lot of stuff like that. But also you have to give them some credit that it seems like now in my mind I picture that <laughs> DC is like this everybody's hanging out. Your crazy scenarios. They're, they're shooting pool. Somebody's over there, he's getting some he's got an auto mat where he's getting a hamburger. Just Is somebody going to hit the jukebox like the Fonz? Uh, that would be Jimmy Palmiotti. I could see him wearing <laughs> the Fonz jacket. And actually, I like him in the white one before he was allowed to wear the black leather. Oh, okay. Nobody so you, likes that uh, one. Yeah, so you have him there. He's standing there. you got Justin Gray, and of course he's eating chicken wings. Of course. You know he is the D.C. chicken wing champ. And, you know, there's uh, Scott Snyder shooting pool. We got Greg Capullo. He's over there doing curls. Like he's, he's on the weight fence. He's on the weight fence. I picture him out on the yard, like he's <laughs> in jail somehow. He's out there. But I actually, he's just doing curls and, <laughs> and drinking a beer. Maybe. Why not? So he's doing that. Uh, who else do we got? We got uh, Van Jensen is shooting hoops. I know he's a bit, but again, nah, Van Jensen to me seems like he'd be like the the smart guy who's got like a pad and paper and he's writing down shit and he's gonna figure out stuff. And right now, I'm everything's going back to thinking about jail. Where are you going? Where are you going with this? I, it was like it was like a cafeteria at one point. Now we're fully yeah. in jail. Um, what the hell is this? Somehow Brian Bucciolato selling cigarettes. Uh, All right, where are you going with this metaphor? I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> what about G.I. Zombie? I know what I was saying. What I was saying is that I picture them all together, and they they come in now. Actually, in my mind now, it's more of like the bullpen at a um, like, like a, a, a paper, like, like a 1950s paper. Everybody's got the hat on with press on it. Everybody's smoking hardcore. Everybody's going at it. So they come in, and everything – Hey, we got this big one here. We got G.I. Zombie we want. And everybody turns away, and there's Jimmy Palmiano and Justin Gray. We'll take it, sir. And they <laughs> give it to him because they seem to get every book that's doomed. So uh, uh, All-Star Western lasted a long time in the New 52. I was surprised. It's a credit to them because nobody reads at Western. And there, there's no reason. People like Jonah Hex, though. So, you know, know they want that, they want to like they? it. But, yeah. Uh, he again, yes, he has a a hardcore core following, but it's you're not you weren't going to get another hundred issues out of that. Though Absolutely that's not. the best one. But then they have Batwing, which was a book again. You have a Bat book that's just a side book. You have it's going on in Africa and warlords and, and stuff like that. So they're oh no, it's not doing well. Hey Jimmy, hey Justin, you want to do it? Sure, they get it. They have Luke Fox in it. Great. And that was, was a great changeup. It was really fun. So then you have that. Now you have G.I. Zombie again, which the weird thing is is they could say whatever they want. And I know we, we've had a interview five questions thing with Jimmy Palmiotti, and we've actually talked a little to Justin Gray as well. And to me, this G.I. Zombie was a book that they really wanted to to do well. But again, it's it's... It's just, it's not 
a book that was going to do well. I'm trying to uh, it, the name, well, especially the name. It's a long well, ass name. Yeah, we keep calling it GI Zombie. Yeah, but of course it's. I, I, what the hell is the title? <laughs> I keep wanting, you know what? I keep getting it mixed up with the Sensation Comics. That's what I do too. What the hell is it called? <laughs> oh, uh, War Stories. Um, oh, goodness gracious! Well, everything just put on hold now. Yeah, we're we're having a bad. This is going to be edited out. I'm actually, going to look this up. Let's I'm go looking with it right now. Oh, get out of here! I have it. Where the hell is it? It's um. <laughs> Oh my God! I oh, Star Spangled War Stories. Jesus. Like I've heard other people say this before. I where they, it. I'm saying they call it that just so they can rename, like they can reclaim the copyright title or yeah, trademark. Star Spangled right? War Stories featuring GI Zombie. Yeah. That's so that's that just shows you right there. I read and review it. I I have to read it tomorrow and review it. <laughs> I'm there drawing the blank, but yeah, it's it's Star Spangled War Stories featuring GI Zombie, and. uh uh, remember when it was first announced, we thought it was going to be this, like, through time. I it could said be epic, you, I thought. I said to you, what it actually reminded me of was a bit of uh, X-Men Origins when they showed uh, yeah, that's what Saber I thought and, yeah. and Wolverine Don't going through each, each battle. And I thought at least what I thought, I, I didn't think that it was going to be fully that, but I thought we were going to have a lot of flashbacks to show. It made sense. What the character was all about, and the the covers originally were just awesome. Oh, they looked like them, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, every cover until this last one was awesome. That last one, a little bizarre. I don't even remember what it looked like. That was the one with the uh, uh, GI zombie and the lady with the blood. That you oh said yeah, that, that was disgusting. You. Oh my god, yeah, that was know. like. Taking a old fifties tales from the crypt comic and just like grossing it, like make it gorier and gorier. And again, just a little bit about the book. It's to me they it it really pushed the whole mature thing. Yeah. But it was one of those where in in a movie where it's oh that movie's mature. It's not. It, it was mature story wise, but it was more mature in like sexual innuendo and right. over the top blood. It's like almost like there's a difference between a mature movie that's adult themed than a movie that says fuck five times. Right. You know, that's that's easy. It went over the top just for the sake of going over it the top. It seemed. It really did. And again, it, people, it, it almost seemed like a uh, past the time book where, you, oh, zombies are big, let's go with it. Right. And it just, the whole thing just didn't click for me. I, I, I'll admit, Scott Hampton's on art. I yeah. don't don't like I don't care. For, I don't, yeah, I don't like care for it, it at all. So again, I uh, I wish that Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray. I hope they get another book soon because I like them. But that's done. And uh, again, we were talking about numbers in November. That sold seven thousand five hundred forty-six issues, yeah. and that is awful. I don't think we've actually seen, and that's. Pre-getting announced, it's canceled, and you know as well as I do. These books in December, January are going to just plummet because they're canceled. Which is, again, on a side note, why does that happen? If you're reading a book and you've read the even even say a clearing, you've read the first couple issues, and then it's canceled. Why wouldn't you stick with it to just find out the end of the story, unless it's just awful? Yeah. But say, like in Arkham Manor, th those numbers will go down 
and yet you're, you'll get a complete story if you stick with it. But yet, because they realize it's awful as well. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the next one is Swamp Thing, which Charles Sewell and Jesus Sayas. I must have Jesus Sayas. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, and that that one again we talked about earlier. That's to me that's because the numbers aren't great. Sixteen thousand eight hundred forty were the numbers, and that's with one of the best writers in comics. And people can complain or argue with me about that, but I I think it's true. Yeah, we love okay. Charles. Well, so, Sewell or Soul, whatever. Yeah. So you have Charles Soule, and it doesn't do good. Before him, you had Scott Snyder. So you have two great writers. It's a it's a hard sell. If if to me, DC said, listen, Charles Soule's leaving. If he can't make it work, nobody but like we mentioned yeah. on the thing. If Alan Moore came back for a limited run, yes, that would sell. But are you going to get somebody that nobody knows, and suddenly Swamp Thing's going to sell thirty five thousand? No, absolutely not. There's no way. It's and done. It's past it's, the point it's where a people care. Because it's been really good. I yeah, I, I did it for a while, then you took it over with this uh the, uh, the uh, machines. Yeah. The new metal kingdom. Yeah. And um I said to you a bunch of times that I think that uh Charles Soul expanded the mythos of uh Swamp Thing very much to me like Jeff Johns did with the Lantern books. That he just he made it made sense but also made it so that you had so many more stories, things like that. I'm a little pissed off just because I was expecting um, they knew that it was going to end. And when Robot Chicken versus DC's number two came yeah, out, yeah. they had that whole bit where Swamp Thing, like the death of Swamp Thing, number 37. I'm like, yep. all right, this yeah. is just them it like setting close. it up. It is close. And I'm, I had like an article ready in the oh, bag. Yeah, you were going to write an article right away. It said, hey, I think this is going to happen. And uh it's close. It's close, but again, it, it's just a character that he'll he'll Swamp Thing will be in well, like Justly Dark. Dark. He'll yeah. be in those sort of titles. It's just it's a hard sell for uh, anybody who's gonna buy, you know, a solo series to to go with Swamp Thing. Especially and, if you watch the movie first. Yeah, yeah, Adrian Brumbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> the next yeah. couple books. Are the weird ones though the ones that everybody seemed to go gaga about that they were being canceled, well, and that's ridiculous. the Lantern books, which were Red Lanterns, Green Lanterns, New Guardians, and Green Lantern Corps are all canceled. And I mean, we can talk about those as just a collective group or whatnot, but we already talked about with uh, Landry Walker with Red Lanterns, which was right. odd, but also with New New Guardians was odd because. A couple weeks before the announcement, Justin Jordan announced on his own that he was leaving the book, that he had told his story, his whole deal was that he had uh, always wanted to try to do a cosmic story. He had never done that before, and now he's done it. He proved to himself he can do it, and he was leaving. Uh, when he announced it, it seemed to be kind of like a barbed announcement that, hey, I was told not to say this. I'm sick of waiting. Here you go. Yeah. I'm leaving the book. Never anybody announced who was taking over. I think even then I even said to you, it's weird that he announced he's leaving and we don't get any announcement of who. Usually something like this, immediately you get an announcement of. Oh, again I say that, but even Charles Soule when he, you didn't get immediate. But that's yeah. a book. It just seemed like it was close to the time where they should have already had somebody working on it, possibly, but. Yeah, and, sure. then, and then it was announced it was canceled. And the weird they, one of 
all of this. They've got to be bringing Kyle Rayner back. This yeah, can't yeah. be the end. One of the well, popular Green Lanterns there is. There's no way this yeah. is the end. Well, and then Green Lantern Court is canceled, and that's a good that's a good selling book. It's a huge book. Thirty four thousand. And to me, I know you did a top five list the the week that these cancellations came about. What you think might happen with the you know what yeah. you would want to have happen. Like new announcements for titles. Yeah. And uh, you know, and we've talked about it. And one of the things that we said would be the new new guardians where you'd have it back to the beginning of the new guardians of the new 52 where you have yeah. all the the uh the cores represented and of course now you can do it with guy gardner you can have uh kyle Stewart, as a white rainer white, white well, yeah green lantern then kyle rainer as a white one you can carol ferris as the star sapphire yeah. and you saint walker blue saint lantern walker. um Somebody for uh, for Indigo Tribe. This yeah, is somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Uh, but you could have that. Or is there a possibility that the next couple issues, they I don't think they're going to end uh, Guy Gardner being a Red Lantern. I don't think so either. But it would just be so quickly done. It would be odd. Uh, but if they did do that, then would they just have... I, I mean, to me, they're just going to come back with a Green Lantern core book, and that might be the new Guardians. But I think that uh, well, like I, Kyle just comes back to the core as the White Lantern. I don't. I if it would just be almost like a new Guardians where it's a core book, but it's every core. I don't know. I, I it's weird because we're saying this, and there's the thing that throws a whole wrench in this whole thing is the convergence. Yeah. Where if you think that convergence is going to change things. If you think I, I don't know for sure, I think I, I'm confused. That's my thing. Well, I am too, and I know that even uh, Jody on the site, he's really convinced that they're gonna wash away the new Fifty Two. With absolutely not, no way that will well, ever happen. I even I I think I said to him, or what I thought about it is, if that's the case, then they wouldn't have canceled these books because every book would basically be canceled. Yeah. So you and you couldn't do this where you get you you'd have people bailing. Not even just fans, but writers. You know, you're writing a whole story. You got Scott Snyder has been putting, you know, every month is putting his work in, and then to have it all just that, it's, it's gone. But I don't think that's going to happen. But something has to happen with the great. Uh, right now, you have Sinestro, and you have Green Lantern. Yeah. And it's just odd to completely get rid of almost a whole <laughs> entire family of books. That something's got to happen. Uh, again, we could make our guesses. I, I think that somehow it's a reworked core. Um, Maybe a Blue Lanterns? See that? You, you would think that they would cancel a Red Lantern title and then bring a Blue Lantern book in? Maybe. And people just, love the Blue Lanterns. They miss yeah, them. It, I think Dan DiDio actually hates Blue Lanterns. Yeah, so. I, I just, to me, it's one of those things where it's one of, it's almost like a, when you see a, a show that oh everybody loves that show it's canceled oh every oh we're gonna bring it back because everybody loves it and it comes back and nobody watches it anyway and it gets canceled again. Right, Jericho. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, I never watched that. No, <laughs> so I thought you meant Chris Jericho. Absolutely not. Doing the walls of Jericho there. They um, to me it's you have all these people begging for a Blue Lantern book till it comes out and then you find out that it only sells five thousand copies. Yeah, well, that that shit happens. I don't know. Yeah, yeah well, then again, they did do Clarion, so... Well, they, did Cl- they did our fleece. Come on. Yeah, so, but we both agree that something's going to come out of this. They're not yeah, gonna this have can't be the end. And, yeah, 
So something like that. But the, those are the those are the thirteen cancellations. So a little sure. side note I want to talk about yeah. here for a second. I, I was doing my year end review and I wanted to give Dale Eaglesham the uh the best artist on his work on Sinestro because yep. I real I really dig his art. It's like Ethan Van Skyver's been doing it lately and he's a great artist, but it yeah. just made me realize how much I really love Dale Eaglesham. So I sent him a tweet asking, are you still on Sinestro? Or are you doing any other book? Yeah. He sends back to me, oh, I had a mini stroke. I'll be back on in 2000. A I stroke. felt like the, a mini stroke, yeah. I felt like nice. the biggest asshole in the world. So did, like, you, did you say anything to him? I, I finally wrote back after thinking, like, oh, what am I going to say back? I, I finally wrote back, yeah, I'm very sorry to hear about that. I'll... I, I hope you're doing well, and I hope to admire your work in 2015. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Yeah, that's a little awkward. <laughs> We're pretty awkward guys. Oh, my God. I, I uh, felt so bad. So, he's still on the book, though? Yeah, um, I don't, he didn't get, he said he'll be back he'll to be doing back. work. Yeah, I don't know if that means that. I'd like to think it does. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear anything of that. Mm-mm. But, Not at all. But, no, uh, apparently he's doing better now, thank God, but. You know, yeah, and yeah. get back to work this year. And you, you've enjoyed Sinestro, right? I, I love Sinestro. Yeah. Colin Bunn does excellent work with villains. Yeah. He's writing the shit yeah. out of it. Dale Eaglesham had, was drawing the shit out of it. Now we've had uh, Ethan Van Skyver, I believe, been on two issues now. Yeah. Uh, but it's still good. Ethan Van Skyver's a great Green Lantern artist, but I really love Dale Eaglesham's art. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, like I said, those are the cancellations. Um,. Not Sinestro. <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I wrote down just just in in kind of a reference to all these with numbers and stuff. There's other books that are less are are doing worse than some of these ones that are canceled. Like Constantine. Out. Like Constantine is doing awful, and you can only think that they they wouldn't cancel that because the character is popular, and he has a TV show. I'm saying the TV show's struggling right now. Yeah, the TV show is. I has it even been announced that it's coming back? No, not yet. Yeah, so I again. I'm still waiting for it because I love the show, and I figured people would. It's a shitty time slot, but I figured people would watch the show and get interested in the character, and the numbers would increase. Yeah, yeah. So far, that hasn't been. No, that's in the fifteen thousand. It's on that that mark where we are convinced that. Yeah. Oh, another one is one of my favorite books, uh, Justice League three thousand. Right. It's only an 18,000 selling book, and I love it. Everybody I talk to loves that yeah, book. Yeah, it's so much fun, and even in the solicits are pretty funny. Again, we talked about Keith Giffen and his jokes, in quotes. Yeah. And uh, But this book, it, him and G, JMD Mateus are just, it's so fun. Now they have Booster Gold and uh, Blue Beetle in it. And well, it's the continuity. Pre, yeah, it's the pre-New 52. It's It's good. And uh, but another one, uh, one that when we heard the announcement, you were afraid had been canceled was Red Hood. Oh, that's so under great. twenty thousand. Green is that Arrow. Yeah. Now? What's that? Is that eighteen now? Nineteen. Nineteen. But it's going. And Green Arrow's twenty-one, which is another one that I think that DC just shakes their head. And I, I, if there's ever a title that you can point to that say that says that. Uh, other multimedia does not cross over into people getting in the comics. Arrow is huge. Yeah. And yet, it's not. It's not. They've even got. They've got writers from Arrow involved in Green Arrow. Which I, I think after, that alienated some of the regular fans. Though. Yeah, I know because uh, Jeff Lemire and Andrew Sorrentino were the creative team on the Green, and I loved it. I know you weren't a big fan. 
No, I did not care I for love, it. So. That was, and I really struggled to, in our year end, to, I wanted to pick that as my book of the year, but because it didn't go the full year, I ended up giving it to Wonder Woman. Right. Uh, because it was just strong the whole year. And Green Arrow now, after uh, Lemire and Sorrentino left, I actually gave the book to you to review. And I, I'm telling you, I, I like the show. And I like this take on it. They're adding Felicity Smoke in, and she's pretty yeah. much the character from the show. Yeah. But they've gotten back to it being fun. Yeah. And that's what I really dig about it. Like, uh, Lem- uh, Lemire's and Sorrentino's work seemed like it wasn't fun at all. Like, I read the first couple issues, and I started, I started reading Green Arrow again when they took over. And I just could not get into the art style. I could not get into yeah. the stories. It was just, you know, very serious. And that's not what I know Green Arrow to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... It's funny because that's kind of how uh, I felt originally about the new Catwoman. Right. Because I think a Catwoman has a fun title, and now the new one is, uh, she's the, like I say, a pantsuit uh, crime yeah. boss. But it took me one issue, and I'm in. I really that love Jada Pinkett on Gotham? Was that Fish Mooney? Fish uh, Mooney, yeah. That's what she's like. Yeah. yeah, she kind of is. But yeah, those are the cancellations. And... I don't know. Uh, thinking. Do you want to just? We'll skip the books. We'll just. I'll edit this out, and we'll. Uh, we'll just talk about a couple of little things before we leave, and then we're done. Huh? You know, we'll talk about what's coming up on the site this week, and then right. we'll talk about like what we'll do next week. Uh, oh, wait a minute, I'm itching my butt. All right, we'll just come back in a second. Okay, well, usually we'll talk about the books of the week, but I don't think we're going to do that our first one. We're we're a little long-winded. Apparently, tonight. damn. Yeah, I don't know. We uh, Again, at, the way we do things is kind of throw it out there. Which And I enjoy we, that. Yeah, we did the site that way. We kind of just started doing it. I, if anybody, if there's anybody who ever came to the site at the beginning that's still Ugh. coming to the site and possibly listening to this, Basically, the way the site started was we took pictures of Eric's shirts each day. They got me a lot of superhero shirts. Yeah, we had the uh, Eric shirt of the day was one of our main things and stuff like that. And then we started, that was before. Then we had a couple reviews. We had a couple little articles and stuff like that. But basically, the weird thing that we do is just kind of uh, go with the flow. And so this eventually pod- we'll get better. I swear. Yeah, this podcast kind of was just like, hey, we're gonna do it. We we've been yeah. promising ourselves and yelling at each other. And I think the other day I almost punched you in the face. Jesus, <laughs> you don't what? even know that. Remember oh, we were we, we were yelling about? when I said that we were gonna do it, and you're like, ah, we. And I said, if we're not gonna do it, then I don't even know what we're doing. Oh, Jesus. And I got all pissed off. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, so much Actually, that's why we ended up doing the. Uh, the pullback. Right, pullback last week because I was so wanting to do our thing. And so, yes, the, our our plan for the podcast uh, here on out will be more of a uh, organized type thing. Maybe with uh, – we've talked about having even little comedy bits, maybe some audio stuff. I'm sure you all love that. Corona, <laughs> and, uh, you know, because we're so hilarious. And again, when when I talked to Eric about this, we talked about having a podcast mainly not because we want to have that podcast money. 
yeah, all that great all people had that podcast money because I know <laughs> that we know uh, for a fact we're living large on that blogger money. Yeah, that blog. I don't even like to call it a blog. No, eventually <laughs> we got to get ourselves like <laughs> it blogger sounds thing. so bad. But yeah, we're, we we're are not we're too legit to quit. But what we wanted to do was because uh, in our reviews we tend to reference a lot of crazy things and stuff. We we figured that we'd have a podcast so that people can kind of get to know us and see kind of what we're about. And that would hopefully lead into them appreciating the reviews uh, and and stories a little more. So probably starting the next couple next couple podcasts will probably be pretty rough, but eventually we'll we'll get better. We promise. And if we don't, we'll just stop doing it. No, <laughs> that's what I do. I just quit. <laughs> I told you that earlier. If I'm not yeah. good at something, I quit. So, you know, I find two things I'm good at, and then, man, I, I can brag about those till the end of the day. I, I talk about hockey every friggin' three days. I haven't played hockey in six years. <laughs> so, but basically, like I said, we want people to come to the site and, and listen to this, but hopefully, you know, you get a couple chuckles. But on the site right now, uh, this is kind of since we don't have ads. This is kind of ads for the site. Yeah, uh, but uh, we have our end of year awards. We mentioned earlier, and we mentioned a couple times throughout, which we have the uh, you know the best of what we think of 2014, and it's me, Eric, uh, Jody, and Daniel all give our picks individually of what we think. And for the most part, it seems, except for the uh, biggest news story, oh, most, most we all suck. Yeah, up, we man. all we all pick the same thing. But uh, most of the time in it, uh, you know, each of us has our own little likes and dislikes and whatnot. And uh, tomorrow I'll be putting up, uh, we have a column that we put up. We haven't done it in a while. Now you say tomorrow. Is that tomorrow when this podcast goes up? Well, that's, yeah, you know what? I shouldn't say tomorrow. See, we're not not very good at this. So on (laughs) Sunday, which probably will already be up by the time this podcast. I'll probably put this up tomorrow afternoon, Sunday afternoon, probably Sunday morning. So when you see this or listen to this, it'll already be up. But you can come to the site. We do a interview uh, thing with some writers, artists, whatnot, uh, called Five Questions With. Dot, dot, dot. dot. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> tomorrow's is, uh, I keep saying it, the next yeah, one that's going to be up is with Bruno Redondo, the uh, artist on Injustice, who I think is awesome. He is great. And uh, just for a little bit, if if you haven't come to the site or or read those, it's kind of a goofy little thing. First off, it's called Five Questions. It's usually between 8 and 10. So, And it's stuff, it's not really a lot about comics in general. It's more pop culture and funny stuff. We think it's funny. Yeah. uh, eh, Most of the guys kind of Go with it and have fun with it. Some don't. Jimmy Palmiotti, <laughs> the first one we did. He, he, I don't know. He just didn't seem to like it. But uh, besides that, that's going up. I think Jody right now is working on a Flashpoint Paradox review, which I'm guessing is the uh, the animated. Uh, yes, the animated movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. So I, I figured that. Which out. I love Jody yeah. doing the things on the site. That just seems a little like uh, far away from people who are going to read know. that. I don't know. I like it. I, was, I remember way back, I thought that I was going to do it. I was going to review it. and I, I think you might have started it. I think I did, and I didn't do it just because it seemed too long. But no, <laughs> I, I I like it because uh, Jody's on. He's doing the uh, TV shows and basically uh, 
just the entertainment side of DC Comics. Which is awesome. <clears throat> and right now, most of the shows are on hiatus. They're on there. When when did the whole, what, what, is, what is it, the mid-season break? What do they call it's it? Like, I always call it the Christmas break, but yeah. I, it's just been going on as, as far as I, I remember. I know it's been going on, but it seems that now it, it has a, it never had a term to me when I was growing up. It just happened. And then you'd have, re, uh, you know, you'd have repeats. And now it seems to be like a set thing where it's got a title and everything like that. And I'm telling you... The mid-season finale, the mid-se- oh. Yeah, that, I don't ever remember that when I was growing up. But maybe I was just because I was little and uh, Love Boat didn't have many mid-season say, finales. Or, or, you know, the Dukes of Hazard didn't do that. I'm saying, did they actually have regular seasons? Like they showed up in the fall and then yeah, ended? Yeah, they like, had regular seasons. But I'm telling you, it just seemed like at one point they'd start running reruns and then I'd watch those and... You know, Knight Rider and uh, all those great shows and eighteen. Great, but they uh, to me they never again though. A lot of those shows to me didn't have a lot of um, ongoing story arcs. Substance just, to me, yeah. yeah substance. It just each week was a new adventure. So, but he's going to do the Flashpoint Paradox. Jody's doing that. Um, I, Daniel talked to me today. He's going to start putting up more of, of the Batman sixty six stuff that he does that he really likes. Uh, he's actually going to review some more of the Bat manga, so that's interesting. And me and you are way behind in our books. Yeah, that should all be caught up though by Tuesday yeah, the sixth. I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. But uh, next next week on the podcast, we'll try to talk a little more specifically about the books themselves. There was only and, three books this week. Yeah. There's not really much you're missing with that. Yeah. Future then is still plugging around. Earth two is still pl- out. Actually, the last issue of Earth 2 was garbage, so you're not missing yeah. much there. Uh, Batman Eternal was okay. I did Before we leave, I did have a funny thing about Batman. Well, it's not funny. But <laughs> I was doing I'm going to remind you. Of, yeah, I was doing my uh, review of this week's Batman Eternal, and the one thing about Batman Eternal, I know that a lot of people are really into it. I am not that into it. Uh, but you get great scores every every week. Yeah, it's starting to, it's starting oh. to wear on me. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, and uh, again... It's almost to the point where I'm I'm getting tired of things jumping around so much. And the thing, like, I wanted to see more of uh, Stephanie Brown. And you, right. you don't see much of her. And I really like Harper Rowe. Don't see a lot of her. And a lot of the storylines just are going back and forth. And then when you think that you want more of something, then they add something else in. But in the meantime, while they're going, the whole kind of the background of this whole thing is who the main villain is. And you have gone through points where you think that it's Hush, you think that it's Commissioner Bard. Right. And each time you find out that this guy isn't the villain. And it kind of got me to thinking that it reminded me of two things. One was the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. (laughs) But since we are DC side, I am not allowed to mention that. And the other one was in Lost Boys, where you thought that Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland's uh, character David was the bad guy. The main vampire. The main vampire. And then when that have then you find out that it's Max, the older fella who owns the is it the video store he owns? It is, I, right? I'd say it's like a stereo you know, it has to be a video store. Yeah. It's like a stereo store. I think and, it might be just a whole media course, store. Remember they set it up at the beginning when they walk into the store, Kiefer and the rest of those good looking vampires. Alex Winter and yeah. And those those models. And <laughs> stop, he yells stop him, Yes, remember he yells at him like, I told you not to come in here. So that's a, oh, man, that guy doesn't like him. And then at the end, yeah. you find out he's the main villain. So I thought, okay, this is a good thing to tie in. We love the 80s stuff. 
So it's yeah. a good way well, to tell him that I say that I'm like, oh, this it's starting to remind me too much of thinking that David, it's David and it's Max. I yeah. just wanted to put, please tell us who blank is. And I couldn't, I didn't know the guy's name, the guy who plays Max. And I, also, I'm, you know, until today, I still didn't know his name off yeah, the top of my head. But you know him as? <laughs> I know him as, you son of a bitch. Um, he was the father of Lorelai Gilmore and the Gilmore yeah, girls. The Gilmore son of a girl. bitch. So oh. I went to look up his name because I wanted to put it in. And when I looked it up, Yahoo, Google, I, I, it was Google, comes up. An hour before I looked it up, the guy died. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. How, you know, it, it was upsetting. Not at least your review. Did you put that in that he's dead now? No, that was, I was no? just going to say, I was going to put it at the, at the end in memory of, and the guy, <laughs> it's Edward Herman. Edward and, Herman. And yeah. I was going to put it oh, in ever. memory of Edward Herman. I thought, no, I'm not going to go with it. Again, it, it I would have definitely gone with it. It kind of dates the review too, but again, I don't know. I felt weird about it, but it just so it, the issue it, number. It, I yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I guess the release date kind of dates it yeah. as well, doesn't it? I guess that's the, the kind of does that. But <laughs> I just I felt weird about it, so I didn't put it. And now I don't. It still weirds me out. Is that is that a thing now where oh you can't reference the Lost Boys with the dead? Yeah. It's like, you can't talk ill about the dead. Is it the same thing now? I Now I can't. We're never talking about that movie. Uh, well, you talk, I love that movie. I Epic Sax Man. Epic Sax Man. He's the best. But, again, it, it was weird, so I, I didn't put anything. But, again, back to the Batman Eternal. Though we're not talking about the books, but I'll tell you. I, I hope that it picks up a little the last day. I, other people love it. I Like you said. It's it's like the main Batman book, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Batman. Yeah. I give it great reviews because technically it's a great book. I'm starting to – it's one of those that maybe at one of these story arcs like Endgame or even Zero maybe you should have taken it over because I, I tend to think now I'm starting to get a little bit uh, fatigued by it. Really? That it's – it's more of – it's like work. To, I, I've got a lot of books like that myself. But it's all, it's great. But it's, I don't know. To me, again, this is something that I'm sure people are shaking their fists, the five people listening to this. Yeah. Three of them are shaking their fists at me. But uh, the book just seems to be a way for Scott Snyder to prove that he knows more than me and that he's a <laughs> super Batman fan. And really, just, Scott Snyder does not have to do much to prove he knows no, more than me. No, absolutely not. Uh, but he seems to be working at it, and it's for that I again, if you look on our end of year uh, awards that we put, uh, Daniel picks Scott Snyder as his writer and Batman as his book, and he's a big, he's a huge Batman fan. But neither nobody else did. The, the other three of us, nobody did. And I mentioned on the site in a comment, it's weird that nobody would pick the Return of Joker as a the biggest event or biggest moment. In, I think it's bullshit, honestly. Oh, that's what I mean. I I don't I I don't know. This but whole backstory with him and Arkham Asylum is just nonsense to me, and it does not feel right. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I know that when and I'm first, actually still not, I'm still actually not. I know. I was the, just going to say Joker. when you when I first told you that, and I said, no, they they promises it, and they. No, it's not it. You're yelling at me. It doesn't feel right. I'm yeah. telling you, it feels more like he's under the scarecrow's like fear toxin still, and none of this is real. Well, it might be. 
We'll but see, no, but but with all the spinoffs, though, it has to be real. I know, that's what I'm saying. And, and I, again, I just read uh, Batman Annual right. was last week, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, but the main Batman book, I'm kind of, like I said, I'm all, I'm getting a little fatigued by it. It's kind of uh, getting, now again, I'll read the next one, and it'll get a 9.5 <laughs> out of 10. And, and then I'll tell you how great it is, but it Every time I go to to review it and read it, I kind of have to take like a deep breath and just say, "Okay, let's just do it," because it's a big book. Yeah, it's, it's I, Batman. Obviously, it's Batman. It's it's the biggest book. It's it's the biggest selling book. Doesn't do as well on our site though. That's because everybody does it. That's what I think at least. Everybody does it. Nobody nobody's coming to fucking weird science for that. I know. Well, well, again, we're gonna wrap it up. But next week. Uh, we should talk more about our individual books, which I'll, I'll tell you what you have next week. You have Detective Comics 38, Earth, I'm two, that. Earth 230, All right. Green Arrow 38, Green Lantern 38, Earth 2 Worlds End number 14, Swamp Thing 38, and New 52 Futures End 36. Jeez. And I'm already exhausted. Yeah, you have seven right there. And then you, if we can, you know, if it does actually come out, you're also going to do the Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah, fuck, and that's right. I have... Action, I've already forgotten. Yeah, I have <laughs> Action Comics 38, Aquaman The Others 9, Batman Eternal 40, Justice League 3013, I'm looking forward to, Lobo 4, and then my uh, digital books, I have Injustice, Infinite Crisis, Fables, Rick Among Us, Sensation Comics, all those. Um, I'm behind on Arrow Season 2.5, yeah, yeah, I don't even know where I'm at on that. So. Uh, again, I'm I'm behind a little on my digital stuff as well. I gotta catch up uh, tomorrow. Lousy holidays. Yeah, I know. I I'm gonna try, like you said, by the next round of books coming up on Wednesday. The is it the seventh, right? Wednesday? Yeah. By the seventh, I should be all caught up and have all my reviews done, and then we have to. It's gonna be weird. It's almost like it, it goes well with the the uh, thing with work, where around the holidays you have all these weird short weeks. That when you have to get back to work in a full week, it's going to kill me. Yeah. And I'm telling you, all these books, all of a sudden, it's actually nice to... I got done all... Well, I'm behind from the week before. <laughs> but this past week's books, I was done one day because I had one book. And was, yeah, with the New Year's Eve, I got done my two weekly books. Yep. So, uh, again, next week's going to be big. I think next week on the podcast, we'll, we'll focus more on talking about our books. Hopefully, people don't come knocking at your door. If people knock at my door, I don't answer. And in fact nobody does. Our whole family kind of looks out and you know, we peek and look and, uh, and the thing, away. Though, I'm I'm like getting to this point where I'm almost an agoraphobe yeah. where if somebody knocks at my door, my heart sinks a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually don't I don't want to answer it, but then I might have a TV going on in the background, they might hear and like they might just keep knocking and that would drive me nuts. No, again, and then if no. I get up, though. I have to make sure that I'm tippy-tongue so they don't hear me approach the yeah, door. Yeah, Well, and I laugh about all the time on the site, and I mentioned it tonight, about you wearing the headband. But yeah. that's actually come – two of the people who have come to your door have mentioned things about your headband. I cannot – I'll say it. I can talk about that with that Russian lady. Freaking halfway through the conversation where I'm trying to find out if her husband's dead or not, she asked me, what's that? Didn't the one guy from uh, Verizon. Verizon ask if Fuck you just asshole. got back from your – Karate lessons. Son of a bitch. Um, he's trying to sell me on his goddamn product. He's going to fucking talk shit on me to my hey, face? Hey, karate kid. <laughs> hey, Daniel's son. Oh, my God. Uh, no, yeah. that's, what they, that's what they do at the bar. 
That's what they, yeah. Uh, uh, again, people don't realize this headband of yours is a, it, 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 I wear a hat everywhere I go. Yeah. You wear a headband. Yep. Made from the bottom part of a t-shirt I've cut off. Yes. It's stylish. Damn right it's stylish. The bosses bosses at work look at you. Just shake their head. Actually, everybody now, (laughs) it doesn't matter now. Now the big thing is it's getting cold. Actually, I haven't worn, I've been wearing shorts every day. Obviously, you know that. Yeah. People have stopped asking me about it. I just, I... I'm glad now. So you have your headband. I wear my shorts, and they just shake their heads and listen to us talk nonsense. And don't talk to us at all. Yeah, they don't. But that's fine with me. Me as well. So we'll wrap it up. Uh, all right. Thank everyone for listening. Whoever's out there listening, and of course, uh, I don't know how to share this. <laughs> uh, it'll probably just be on the site for a while. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. Where else, uh, where else should they check us out at? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, probably go to the site, which <laughs> is uh, weirdsciencedccomicsblog.blogspot.com is the main site. And I, know I promise, after this podcast yeah. takes off, we'll get a real site that won't yeah. be this long-ass it's monster. It's such a long name. Again, I, I have people out there, I get that they're like, we're with Star Spangled War Stories. They're, pretty much that site again? But uh, <laughs> as you've said on the couple times we've been on the uh, poll bag and other things, just look up Weird Science DC Comics, and you should be able to find us. We're no also problem. we're also at Twitter at Weird Science DC, and on Tumblr at Weird Science DC Comics Blog. I want to say the same thing on Facebook as well, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. So you can find us. Uh, like I said, we'll try to get a little more organized, get a little better. But this is our first attempt, so uh, I hope you stuck with it, and I hope you Hopefully. enjoyed it enough. Got a couple chuckles. So, yeah, uh, I will say goodbye then. Engine, engine, number nine, on the New York transit line. If my train goes off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Back on the scene, crispy and clean. You can try, but don't worry, because you can't.